Episode number 136 of Tech Talk Taco takes place live in Pahrump. Where's that? Well, it doesn't matter. It's secret. And that's why you have to listen to the show and learn about, what the hell do we talk about tonight? Remember, Jimmy? I don't know. I made fun of Canadians for too much, probably. Yeah, that's ha- that's hard. Thank God they don't know where Pahrump is. <laughs> they probably come down and attack, and then they realize the sun was out, and they'd want to live here the whole time. But we get into some motorcycle stuff. We talk about billet and cast and forged because mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was last time. We got into some suspension questions, and we talked about piston ring gap, which can be a lot more complex than you think. So if you want to learn about these and more than you expected, as well as a good segment of Rooster Ando, here is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Enjoy the show. Tech Talk Taco Tuesday is brought to you by Yamaha, Taco Moto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech. You can also help us out by shopping through our Amazon and Rocky Mountain MC links on our website. And don't forget to check out Costa Rica Unlimited for great off-road riding and amazing places. Hey, it's often not talked about how tough the flex handlebars are. If you're a crasher, got a little crasher in your life, try a set. You only ever buy one, I'm sure of it. Oops, we're starting the show live. How's that? On time. On time. time. Killing it. Matt says it only takes two buttons. Welcome to the show where we talk about dirt bikes and motorcycle-related products. This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. San Felipe Bob says cheers and beers to you. And uh, we're live on the um, Instagrams as well. At least we're going to start live there because they don't really like us that long. Uh. Hey, did we talk about the, the the new picture, the new artwork in the back of the show? Oh, or or yeah. is that is that new? Is that new on this show or was it there last week? You mentioned it last week. I mentioned it last week. The new artwork? The new artwork. Yeah. No, that's new this week. It's brand new. This, this is first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mentioned it. We mentioned it might be coming, but it's coming. Well, so it already it already went behind you. Check it out. It's uh, it's blocked out by the chat, of course. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Of uh, course. Oh, th- this this artwork. Yeah, that artwork. Oh, yeah. No, we showed it last oh, week. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. take the browser. There we go. Look at that. So uh, there's t- the artwork tonight. I'm standing in for his um, gimpy son, Jimmy Tyler. Hey, hey, hey. So it's the Jimmy and Jimmy show. So when mm-hmm. I'm talking about Jimmy, it may not be myself. Tale of two Jimmys. Yeah. <laughs> so um, welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining in. Um, even George is in the room. I'm sure if Victor gets here in the chat room. So you're wondering how this works out. Um, this is the show where we try to answer to the best of our ability. Evidently, I screwed up about the cast billet um, forged uh, aluminum triple clamp question. Oh, and you're going to get a lot of those. And the Ooh. and the sheet questions. Yeah, but with the- but I actually I didn't screw up. I was correct okay. for the most part. I may have I may have slipped up, and I wasn't drinking. That's why. It's, Pretty this sober. Is, it's Me been, too. It's yeah. It's been it's been a little while now. Although it's at the Four Seasons Tequila is like two arm lengths out out of reach here, just in case of emergency. So I'm going to get back into that. We have some good questions tonight about um, piston ring gap, and I. I reached out to some experts, but I'm starting to find out that experts like to plan things. They they don't like to be called 20 minutes before the show or maybe even six hours before the show and then get put on the spot. So I'm going to if if I if I can't answer that question properly tonight, but I did a lot of research and I have some good information. I will get one of those experts on the horn or pre-record something with them because some of them are back east and whatnot. But uh, I learned a lot about piston ring gap. 
Uh, and then, and then in those discussions with a lot of the very smart people I communicated with, I learned a lot more. That's, that's funny. It's the, it's some of the, I would call them the, um, the guidelines that I use in my own engine building and maintenance life. Okay. So, which wouldn't be how my, how I treated my new Husaberg. <laughs> Uh, and if you don't know anything about my Husabergs, is that thing good? You been into the motor yet or what? I'm in the motor. It was uh, the motor. I'm in and out of the motor. There yeah, was, you're out, which means no parts uh, coming, nothing. It's all there. Uh, I, I was given the part that I needed to fix it. It came with the bike because there was the, the part that was the problem was an aftermarket part. Oh, okay. And, uh, so anyhow, uh, thank you, Bobby from, Willie cycles for delivering that all the way from Atlanta. Uh, his, I'm going to blame his mechanic mm. is his mechanic, but it's, it's one of those things. If you have a ton of experience with, especially KTM four strokes, especially with that cylinder head, you realize there's very few fail points or things that go wrong with it. It's funny because the last, the last two bikes I bought, the last two bikes I bought. So this one's a 2010, 11, I don't know what year it is. Right. And the other one I bought was a 2020 exact same problem oh yeah so i'll talk a little bit about that when nothing we new get... under the sun right no well it, it's funny because i i heard the tick i started up and i made a tick and i'm like oh that's kind of like cam chain valve train i know i knew the tick because mm -hmm. i'm getting really i uh, getting really <laughs> experienced with this you know a couple uh, couple thousand hour bikes laying around here you know this yeah, one's yeah, only has 120 hours on it really? so it shouldn't have made that tick but Aftermarket parts, bro. They've been playing with it, huh? Well, it had some. It had. It was hotted up. It was really. <laughs> oh. So I, I rode it for a little bit. And I said, just I just That's I just went get. went down my um, chain of command. So exciting show! Hey, if you're checking us out on the Instagrams right now, we are live on our YouTube channel. We're live on our Facebook channel, and then this is also um, we make this as Tech Talk Taco Tuesday is on all your podcast feeds, so you can um, check us out there. So if you think we're boring now. Just wait till later in the show. <laughs> right. Or you can go back to the even horrible or worsely produced, um, the ones that I did, episodes from the past where we, uh, yeah, we I talked about, shop. yeah, we did it at a bar live. That's how it started. So, so Tech Talk Tacos Tuesday started because everybody had a podcast. So I had to have one too. Because uh -huh. I don't want to be like 80 years old. And not be able to tell everybody back, you know, I had a podcast back when they just started cranking <laughs> the thing and the, the disc spun on the whatchamacallit. Right. right yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I have a voice of Matron. You do have a voice of Matron. Yeah. Which everybody's, did you turn it on? Is it, is it, is it's it your, yeah, ready to work? Okay. Yeah. I, I figure one of these days, somebody's going to tweak it and then I'm going to grab it without checking. Yeah. And it's going to make me sound funny. Well. <laughs> you know what I mean? So how's your week been, Jimmy? Not bad, not bad. Working, busy. Did a class this weekend. Fun, nice weather. Life is good. You mean you don't get to ride motorcycles? So you're talking about like real work. You don't ride real motorcycles work. for a living. No, I do not. Right. I do not. See, I buy them and break them for a living and stuff like that. Everybody, that's why I get a real job. Right. That's probably better. That could be better because um, I, I fixed a weed whacker, two of them today. Uh-huh. And then I weed whacked. Okay. Yeah, I did that. And uh I just ignore those things. And 
Well, you probably work and have a real job, and then you get a gardener. I don't, though, but I should. Well, you have kids. Yeah. Well, when I'm yeah, sick, but my your gardener's sick. Yeah, my kids sick, and right. it's definitely showing when you walk around my yard. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely shows. So then I got to drive for four hours because I had to do this stupid podcast, and I had to get back because I didn't want to do it on a Zoom call because I usually screw up technology. Oh, and then, where were you? I was in California. Oh, okay. And then, and then I think my wife invited me to leave. <laughs> i'd been home i'd been home for like all of two days so it was, okay, like, yeah, it was like we got to hang out in the weekend we rode dirt bikes did our school sure, 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 yeah. so um good uh good times uh so we got a few people uh checking us on the uh on the uh whatchamacallits the uh Oh, on Instagrammy? Insta, Instagrammy, yeah. Okay. So I think Trevor really handles Instagram, and he he did text me. He wants to know what time he gets to come on because he's a highly trained athlete, and he probably has mm-hmm. a certain time he needs to eat and a yeah. certain time he needs to Don't sleep. Don't with his perfection. And, and, and I, all I need, that stuff. I need to get some intel on some of his training habits because I, can, I could use a – Dude, you, some, uh, like an athlete's insight. Why don't you just come to me, buddy? The Jimbo program is probably the best. You know how everybody started trying to sell you on their training program? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I've heard look. about the Jimbo program. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's hard It's hard to it's I heard hard it involves a, an, a, a sexy, a cherry shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me see how I make this. Hold on a second. The Jimbo program is the best one in the whole world. Yeah. Oh, that's a new voice. <laughs> so, so I like how the voice, the voice matron is going to change your voice for you, but you still change your voice anyway. Yeah, yeah, you can't uh, stop because you can't. You only hear it through the headphones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, the Instagrams don't get to go get to hear the, the voice matron. Yeah, no. it just sounds normal. But I did. I did. That's why. I ch- that's why Matt. That's yeah. why I changed my voice. There we go. You okay. just keep your two buttons over there. Hey, my two buttons are very important. Hey, Tech Talk Taco Tuesday brought to you by some fine sponsors, and uh, we enjoy their products. We use their products, and that's why we are here. And if you have the opportunity to use their stuff, don't forget that Yamaha, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, brand new on the show is Fast Company. Uh, They make her of the flex handlebars, the uh, spoke torque wrench, the impact pegs. They're really trick brake clevis, mm-hmm. uh, the brake spring kits, and uh, the clicker adjusters. They make a lot of really cool little things, mostly known for their flex handlebars, of course, which I All have been stuff, using though. since they very first introduced them, which is a long time ago. And my wrists, thank you every mm-hmm. time I ride. And people mm-hmm. used to think they're for old people, but I tell you what, if you're a kid and you want your front forks to work better, just set, put a set of flex handlebars on your bike. That's uh, all you have to do. And then you, you'll it'll take out about 60% of the complaining about the fork, whether it's the, the initial stiffness. Sli- slightly cheaper than cone valves, huh? It's a little yeah. bit cheaper than cone valves. And they go from bike to bike real quick, and they don't need to be revalved. But you can change the dampers. They help with the bottoming, like when you bottom and that, that impact that you get. So you don't complain about the two ends of the, of the thing. And I find that I can run my fork a little bit stiffer, which gives me better feel for the ground and i don't mean feel through the handlebars but just general traction feel uh the bike isn't so i i like i would set it up so it's a little bit wallowy with the flex bars i can go just a little bit stiffer and then i my bike works better so mm. lots of advantages to the uh, flex bar of course yamaha is the maker of the brand new and super awesome for 22 yz125 they asked for it back 
They asked for our test bike back. I was going to say, that thing's still around here? Um, but I convinced them for a little bit longer loan, and they said, why? And I said, because the piston has not come out of the exhaust port yet, so I haven't <laughs> tested it enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you'd better get your riding time in on that. If it, if it rained here yesterday, I wasn't here. So if it rained here, you should have been on it. I don't not care. enough. I don't no, care if you have a Not job. enough. It, no, it was dust it, coming off my tires when I drove nah, across Dry Lake. It didn't. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm wearing a climb shirt today. That's all I got. That's the only climb stuff I got to wear. No. Mm. And even yesterday I wore a climb shirt. No, no riding, but I wore climb gear all weekend. We went from like 40 degrees to 80 degrees in the course of two days. And I had the right gear for it. And I was wearing the, the Mojave vented stuff this weekend. Yeah, we went to 90 degrees, my friend. Oh, it was 90? 92. Well, that's why I didn't feel it, because I was wearing the super yeah. awesome climb gear while you guys were all sweating. In, yeah. I know you were wearing climb gear, but you were wearing the wrong stuff. No, I don't. I want Bobby. Trust me. <laughs> every every couple of weeks, I hop on the website, They're try to find some. Sold but. out, yeah. If, if you really want to get your climb stuff, if you want to get it when it comes in, you call up customer service and ask them to put you on the back order Waiting list. list yeah, whatever. and they will do that for you. So climb, uh, tell them Jimmy Lewis sent you. Uh, they okay. they. They, they they might charge you double, but they will take care of you, I promise. Uh, DDC, makers of super fine chain wheels. I need to call up Nate again because uh, he's our first sponsor of this podcast. Mm-hmm. He's been around for a while, and I need to collect on sprockets as payment because mm-hmm. I have some new bikes that have competitor sprockets on. And although they might be good sprockets, they're not as good as these. I agree. So, um, okay, enough sponsor reads. Now let's get into a little bit of the of the the questions. Uh, hey, uh, Better Rider podcast, new one coming out Thursday. Yep, no. I mean we need to record more. You you need to be on the Better Rider podcast. I'm in. Yeah, you need to you need to because you're a coach now. You you, got, right. a, you got officially licensed as a coach, which as you know isn't easy. We can talk about. I can tell you what not to do. I've done a lot of stuff wrong for a lot of years. Yeah, I don't we'll know, save you, that for the other one. So if you want, that's to check, what I mean. If you want to learn how to be a better thing. ride, this is going to make your bike better. But mm-hmm. the best thing you can, the best modification for your motorcycle, bar none, is to put a better rider on top of it, and that's what we try to do on that other podcast. So uh, check that out. It's on the podcast platforms. We're only up to episode four, but again, when I'm 80 years old, like Bob is, how old are you? 85 or 90? Nope. Yeah, somewhere there when you're that <laughs> age and i think i just woke him up by <laughs> calling his name out uh y- you can say that i will be able to say that i had a podcast back when it was cool mm-hmm. you had two two of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can always support us by clicking through our amazon and rocky mountain mc links on our website that's right you can get anything you need for your motorcycle uh, even our non-sponsored stuff for your motorcycle at Rocky Mountain MC. And you can buy a super awesome Amazon pipe for your CRF 230 on Amazon. Click through the link and we get a small slice of that. And I need to do an update on that pipe because actually someone from a big pipe manufacturer that I talk to every once in a while said, is that plastic end cap still holding up? <laughs> because... Believe it or not, they've actually thought about doing this. Yamaha has a plastic end cap. Did you know this? No. On their bikes now? On a stock bike? On their two-strokes. Oh, The no. end cap's plastic. You know, I'm an idiot for not checking that bike out better, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know it either. But huh. it's it's actually, it's it's not a, it's not a metal end cap. So, huh. so I guess the, I guess the Amazon companies, the Chinese beat us to that with the plastic. 
<laughs> he was asking how it held up. And I'm like, well, it's not really connected to anything. And it's it's that part of that pipe where it's bolted on doesn't get hot. So we test a lot of weird stuff here. Um, so you can learn a thing or two every once in a while. And uh, if you have questions, um, you know what? I if, if we get a question on the – I will go straight to the question on the Instagrams. Just say excuse me. Ex- uh, oh, yeah, start start the question with excuse me. Yeah, that, that was last the, time. That was a trick. Last, if they if the first question, if you if you if you're on Instagram watching us right now, and you you have a question that you can't get answered about your motorcycle, I'll answer the first one. We'll take the first one live right here, and then and then hopefully it'll the answer will be right, and then you'll run out in the garage and fix your bike, and we can help it. But I don't think people on Instagram type that much. They just take pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do type, but <laughs> just keep in mind, I can't see that chat. So I, I, I'll handle this. Over okay. Here. I can, I can multitask. Understand. Uh, got it. Cause I, I'm preoccupied with my two buttons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Costa Rica Unlimited is also another sponsor of this show. And if you want to go to Costa Rica and go riding, they just released their schedule. So check out their website, um, Costa Rica Unlimited. That, that looks fun. Well, I, yeah, especially just it's just because it's Costa Rica. It's an awesome country. I had when I was down there, I had a really good time. Um, I, I was more enthralled by the body. You can surfing. have a really good time down there. Yeah, right I like here. I like body surfing. I, that that was the there ain't no rules the down big, there. The, yeah, and then there's no rules. Yeah, you can ride your dirt bikes. And it's kind of like Pahrump. It's a free country. It's, yeah, except they have a really nice beach break right out yeah a little, uh, thing. Less, less chalky dirt right as, there too it looks as, like to me as soon as as soon as we have a really good earthquake that they're going to have in california this will be beachfront property that's why i moved here uh-huh yeah everybody asked my like, dad why the hell was did, talking about that yeah 50 why, years ago why the hell did you move to prump because it's going to be beachfront uh-huh. <laughs> one day uh okay um i haven't seen the uh people are starting to follow us Oh, on the uh, on the Instagrams, but no no questions. So oh, I, I reached an Instagram uh, milestone, by the way. So one five of, followers. I gained fifteen followers in the last week. Right, but, but I had an Instagram reel hit ten thousand views. Oh, yeah. what, oh, the one the one of you doing the the oh. over the log at the school. Yeah, I, was, that I well, told I, you told you not to post. You didn't tell me not to post that one. <laughs> <laughs> it, you you would have got a hundred thousand if you would have just crashed. And you would have yeah. gone. You yeah. would have gone to. You would have gone to sub four hundred thousand. I'm sure. If you if went you, Larry Loop out, it would have. Yeah. No, Larry Loop out or crashing would have been good. But if you would have had a, a girl with um, uh, what do they call those things? I'm a motorcycle guy. Um, you know, just no. Know. I should just put with strippers at the with strip yeah. in the title, <laughs> the the like title. whatever the title is. Just end it with with strippers, and then Mad- I just have the like like if it's a minute long video, fifty nine seconds is. Just dirt Matt, bikes in the last seconds, just a PNG image of a stripper. Matt riding over logs with strippers. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would have it would have probably at that time gone a, a quite a bit more. So yeah. yeah. Uh, we know how to we know how to cheat the <laughs> algorithm here at uh, dirt bike test. So yeah, I don't know if we're getting uh I don't think we're getting any questions. Oh, here we go. I got it. Oh, what are your thoughts? There, here we go. What are my thoughts on the Yamaha EPS? That's the electronic steering Look, damper. We actually had another question in the regular chat about this too. And you know what Jimmy forgot to do? Was Look do, into it. <laughs> I forgot to do my research. People sent me links and stuff. I got a little, I went down a little bit more of a rabbit hole looking at the, uh, the new Can-Am uh, electric bike and their patents. Huh? For the, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, and I, I thought, I thought Harley Davidson bought Alta. 
But ev- he, well, evidently, they, no, they, I don't think they did. There was like, they were going to, right? Yeah. They purchased and BR, a, BRP purchased the intellectual property or something, correct? I think, I think Alta was like betting on the come with Harley buying them and then Harley went, ah, whatever. Livewire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got our own thing. Mm-hmm. So somehow there's some, but alpha. I think they knocked them out by doing it kind of like let them think that it was coming. So they kind of went all in on that. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Smart move, really. So, it was, uh, it was, I was kind of like just poking around looking at some of their patents and trying to figure out what they're doing. And then I actually realized I needed to contact some other people, ask some questions about some other, other things. And, uh, yeah, I was, I, was, I, I used my uh, mobile office while I was driving today. I just had the phone going and trying to learn about ring end gap and electric bikes and supply chain issues and mufflers and all kinds of stuff. So I don't know when I'm going to call Trevor, probably like after the break, right after I do my Yamaha EPS uh, thing. So Woodsboro, um, I hear that the technology on that Yamaha thing is pretty good. Uh, the When it was pointed out to me, it was pointed out to me by someone who knew a little bit uh, more about it. And they also said, I think this is great for street bikes, but not sure how it would work for dirt bikes. And in, in my honest opinion, uh, at some point, autonomous dirt bikes are going to come. And, and sure. I think I think this is so you know your self driving car. This is part of your self driving motorcycle, and there's probably some patent things inside of it that that you know so they can start introducing it as a steering mm-hmm. damper device. And I'll look at it a little bit closer and and see what see what I think. But uh, hey, I, I'm I'm always excited about kind of new new technology. I think it might be a little bit on the heavy and big side for the current yeah. trend in, in where dirt bikes are going. And I'm pretty happy with how my analog Scott's steering stabilizer. Uh, does is that what it is? Is a dampener job or is it a power? Ste- what the hell is it? I mean, it's, power it's, it's, it's power. It's power. Yeah. Power assist steering, but it can also dampen steering. And I think it probably has a ton of, it has, it has the ability to do a lot of different stuff. Huh. And so maybe they could tweak geometry angles. What would be a little harder to steer? So maybe you could get like some better turning and some more straight line stability. No, type. it doesn't. It doesn't alter the. It doesn't alter the steering geometry. No, no. But I mean, the ultimately, maybe where that goes. Oh, could that be it? Ooh. So you get a little <laughs> bit, you know, because you kind of so give one when you get one. You would call. You would call it like active handling. So yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine putting your steering head on a pivot. And you'd be able to like, uh, you know, adjust it in a little bit or, or adjust it out. Maybe if you, you know. To. Because it always seems like if you get some straight line stability in a you bike, you, yet? you give up a we little, patent that. little Quick, tight cornering, to, right? Matt, get to the patent office. You're the smart one. I'll work on it. File I'll, it. I'll get my people on it. Yeah. So um, that is uh, that is what I know about that just yet. <laughs> so uh, thanks, Woodsboro. I will. I'll do my research and we'll answer, answer it in the second half of the show. I'll use instead of instead of using like I usually do use my commercial break to do a little excessive drinking. Uh-huh. I will actually do research now that I don't do the other thing. <laughs> uh, okay. What's um, what's question number one? All right, let's see. So if you wonder how you can ask us questions on the show, probably the best thing is to comment on the YouTube comments. Uh, you can yeah. do it in the chat, uh, send us an email. It's pretty easy to find our emails. They're not that difficult. Um, where else can, what else can you do? Um, we need to get a, we need to get, get a pigeons. phone line. Get a phone. Mm-hmm. We need to get back the phone line like we did back mm-hmm. in the old days. 
I fired the guy that did that. Oh, really? Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. All right. Bill Hall, surely you've had experience with chain torque. Can you share what it is and when do you typically feel it? Have you ever run a titanium chain? If so, did it help? I don't think that the factory teams in Supercross or MX use them. I know such an item would be very expensive. Uh, is there such a thing as a titanium motorcycle chain? Sure, now, somebody's tried it. Titanium Nothing doesn't new. have the right characteristics as a metal to work very well as a chain, I would guess. It's a little brittle, is it? I don't think it's tough enough. It's not uh, tough it's not enough. tough enough. You didn't yeah. get yeah, pretty like, bulky. To get yeah, I would... Yeah, I mean, for the weight, the thick, it'd be, it'd be, yeah. Uh, no, I've never run a titanium chain that I know of. <laughs> I've had titanium parts in a drivetrain before. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't last very long, and it, it was in a test situation, and it, they, they instantly stopped. They didn't, they didn't, didn't last very long. Hmm. So, uh, so what would be? What's he mean by chain torque? experience with chain torque and so yeah so so there's two that's essentially two different questions yeah, um, yeah so i think that yes i feel chain torque i think everybody feels chain torque and chain torque is what actually propels the motorcycle but he's talking about the the effect of the torque based on like squatting how, the bike a little how bit? it like squats the bike ah, to a yeah, certain okay. thing or stiffens the suspension sure. other times yeah. And yeah, 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 it it depends on where where the mm -hmm. swing arm is, and that's why like on the motorcycle, that's why swing yeah, arm angle is actually pretty critical, you know, because it, it affects the the way that the bike rides. And I think they ideally like when when the bike is in its, I would say, you, you know, I wouldn't say totally like if you look at the swing arms, uh, when when the chain kind of comes up and and runs across the top of the the swing arm. It, there's like it's like a lever point that's different from just the the counter shaft, and that's why these, there was these chain torque elimination devices, something mm -hmm. that ATK um, horse used to make at ATK, and the the um, the idea was to take that out, and it really worked on some stuff, and it made the bike horrible on other things. Okay. So so some of the the things that you were used to doing, like you know, like if you were to if you're going to bottom out and you're going to land and you get on the gas really hard. It up. It kind of stiffens it up. It does, it does two things. It stiffens it up, but also pushes it forward mm -hmm. at, instead of it just landing straight yeah. to the straight to the earth. You know that that sure. acceleration helps. Yeah. But at some point, that tugging on the chain binds the the suspension a little bit. <laughs> so so yeah, you, you feel it all the time. Uh, and yeah, I've had experience with it. Uh, good experiences and bad, both. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I, it's not really something that can be adjusted that much. I, on on my little mini bike, on my one of my XR100 race bikes that I built back in the day, I had a, what I called a chain torque suppressant, and it wasn't a chain torque eliminator because it actually because of the way we had to put the engine in the chassis, the the swing arm angle was a little bit too steep, and the swing arm right. and the and the counter shaft sprocket was a little bit too low and kind of far forward, which probably trying to get you know change a little taller. bit. So. So it would actually, to a certain point, it would it would actually eliminate it. Oh, don't don't! It's allowed right now. Not me. It's birthday. It, it's yeah. It's a cat's birthday, right? It's as we decided. So it would actually it would it would it would run on this chain roller, so it would eliminate the torque, and then it would lift off, and then you'd get it back. So it was good for the braking bumps, the chop, the acceleration oh. bump, but then it would still work a little bit when you when you bottomed out. Hmm. Interesting. So, 
Yeah, uh, that's the chain torque. Uh, Bob has a comment. No, Horst's uh, chain torque eliminator just yeah. made the chain a parallelogram. Yeah. So there was no torque reaction. Yeah, so okay. that's the, the old, yeah, check it out. Check out an ATK, um, ATK motorcycle and check out the, they actually put, and they went even more nuts. They were like Canada before there was Canada. Uh, they actually put the, the, the rear brake on the countershaft sprocket. On the old ATKs. Oh, oh. So you learn something almost every day. Yeah, but that didn't work well. <laughs> it, it 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 did and it didn't. <laughs> it was lighter, less unsprung weight, less uh, less complication uh, on the back of the swing arm, but it was stoppy. it was really easy to overheat <laughs> that thing. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, you can tell on that cat's like a little, little jealous. She's like, oh, what yeah. the heck? I, I well, we tried everything to make this show popular, and we've just now given up. But we're going there back to is. we're going back to putting cats on the internet. What up, Selma? Yeah, nothing like having a little pussy on your show. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't love that? So, okay, all now, right. Now you're on TV. If I told you you're on TV, you'd be like Bob, and then you'd probably get all panicky and stuff. So, here, say bye to YouTube. Say bye to here. Say Insta bye to Insta. uh, Instagram. We're going to sign off of Instagram right now because I don't think they like really long videos. So say bye, Selma. You're probably going to get all the likes and not me. Is do you have right. to see like the the thumbs up go flying across the screen on this thing normally yeah normally? So. yeah nobody's thumbs up here you can look at her butt oh. <laughs> bye instagram <laughs> she got a moose in uh yeah and now yeah she gave she gave him a little little love love circle <laughs> yep she's a star okay Get what's it. our next question uh did okay. we answer that question successfully yeah i think, I think we did so. yeah, yeah went off the rails yeah like usually kevin Wivota. Jimmy, the KTM service manual states that the ring end gap can be no greater than 15 thousandths of an inch. 2013 and 17 XCW manuals. I have all new pistons, rings, and replated cylinder. My ring gap is 20 thou. Out of spec according to KTM, but not Vertex or Pro X. So what piston, so, Kevin? Is he on? The, is he? In, he's he's often in the chat. I think. I believe yeah. he is. So, uh, what piston is it that you're using? And and so so this is the one that caused me to go down piston ring gap rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. And I talked to a lot of people. Some of them smarter than me. Way smarter. Yeah, and it's not hard to do. Actually, who's right? I assume it's the piston maker that's right. But. You you are exactly right. Yeah. So 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 you need to follow the recommendations of the manufacturer of the piston and Correct. the rings. So if that's your OE piston and rings, use theirs. And if it's an aftermarket piston you're putting in there, you know, whether it's Vertex or Wiseco or Pro X or whatever, use theirs. Generally, they are uh they're 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 built to fit. I mean, it's like they, they know what the diameter of mm -hmm. the bore is supposed to be and they, they build the ring accordingly. Sure. So that is often why you send your piston and hopefully rings to the machinist, to the guy who's doing your replating or your boring yeah. so that it can all be done. Cause they will look at that number or oftentimes they know that number mm -hmm. and then they set it according to, to what that is. Hopefully that's the way it should, should be done. And so here's the, the the question is like, so why is ring gap so important? Why would it change from one to the other? Because the company that manufactures the piston and the rings understands how their materials react and expand. How they grow. And, and it has a lot to do with the design of the ring and how it seals. And 
the thickness of the ring and the amount of material there and how much, you know, just because certain materials, I, I, I thought maybe if you know, like a thicker ring might expand more because of more friction, but they said, no, it's just more material. So heavier rings, more material tend to expand a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Is, 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 is what I was told. I was told by uh, my petroleum expert that when people make a problem with the piston and the ring, like they don't, pay attention to the gap or they don't uh -huh. coat the cylinder right they blame the oil sure yeah yeah he says they blame sure. the oil you didn't put a filter on it yeah sand in there. <laughs> or just the brand of the oil or and 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 then a lot of times when maybe the 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 recoder of the cylinder uh doesn't do it properly they always blame the piston guy or the oil guy you know and then so mm -hmm. it's it's just like this endless cycle of it's never it's not my fault and we even kind of started learning about some guys that uh, back in the day, you know, it was like you you get the piston and they think, oh, like less ring gap is is like less. That's less blow by and all this other stuff. So they would actually take a ring. And this is, this is the interesting one, a ring from a, 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 a overbore and then, and then file it, file it, file it file it down a little bit down to get the, the smallest get, side of the tolerance. Yeah. And, or, or even less. Yeah. Or less. And here's here. And, and then I, this is where we really started talking about all this stuff. So, so this like, Oh, this is the, this is the hot, this is the hot tip. This is the secret that you need to, you need to do you oversized ring and then file it down. Well, the worst thing you could ever have happen has have your ring gap close. Nope. You don't want them touching. <laughs> because, because that does catastrophic, <laughs> that, that is very, very quick, very catastrophic uh, type of failure. Very sticky situation inside of your cylinder, which no oil can solve. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then if you actually took this ring that was actually, you know, there's supposed to be a perfect circle like your cylinder and it, it's actually for a slightly larger perfect circle. And now you file it down. Now you have a ring that's probably not going to seat up against mm -hmm. the cylinder walls. And you talk about that little bit of opening in that gap. And now you've probably made a much bigger gap in total around the circumference of the, of the rings. Sure. So th that trick. And it's like, you know, so this is, this is whatever. So when we're getting at, I, he's, I think Kevin is kind of more concerned about, hey, this gap might be too big. Should I worry he's about it? He's worried about a sloppy gap. Yeah, uh, which you should be worried about a sloppy gap. <laughs> but if if the man if it's within the gap that's suggested by the manufacturer of the piston and the ring, I think you're okay. Wouldn't yeah. stress. Don't worry about the one that KTM specs. Worry about the one that your uh -huh. piston manufacturer specs. And and uh, he said he said his was. Did he say vertex? Or he didn't say. Uh, yeah, he didn't say out of spec according to KTM, but not Vertex or Pro X. Yeah, so so we we got to figure out what actually. Um, so I mean, what he, he's what he's using. So it's not it's non stock or he's either maybe, using a Vertex or a Pro X. Maybe, if if it is if he is using a stock piston and it's too big, then that's that is a problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, not as much. Yeah, if he's using a stock KTM, then but too much gap is not as much of a problem as too little of a gap and the manufacturers tend to err yeah, on the no, side of being a little gap. bit safe. Yeah. yeah. Correct. But, um, you know, and everybody's like looking for this little edge of performance. I would be more worried about making sure that you're, that, you know, you're just within standard and you're doing it right. Then, mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, doing it. So something, something tricky. Yeah. I had so, a buddy of mine, and Big Johnny's, he thought when he set the ring gap, he bent the ring 
when it was freestanding to get to the oh. <laughs> ten thousandths. Well, you can imagine, you know, rather than in the cylinder. Oh, oh, he, oh, he. He started bending it oh, until, until it held it's at rest. Until <laughs> it sat there at rest with ten thousandths. Wait, Big gap. John did this? No, 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 no. no. Okay. A, a mutual friend of a ours. A mutual friend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna have a feel yeah, we didn't, with them. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, so hey. don't do that, guys. Yeah. That's misinterpreting how to set a and, ring gap. And so <laughs> so how you measure the ring gap is you you slot you take the ring and I usually turn it 90 degrees cylinder, slide it in there and straighten it out, you know, put it in there, and then I run the piston up in there and get it all nice and level. So it's level. And then and then check it at a couple places during the bore. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and uh, feeler gauge the gap. Yeah, feeler gauge and then feeler gauge the gap so that so the cylinder is holding the ring at in, in compression. But and then and then you measure the 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 gap there. But on most modern bikes, like you you should probably not have to. I I I, I, I almost I, quit checking. I hardly. Check I don't them. check. I them. usually drop them. All, I always drop them in. If the, they, yeah, I eyeball them. And they go. Yep. So, so I I I drop them into the uh into the you, you know if it's a new cylinder, I always do. Like if I get if I if have something if done I, to the cylinder, sure. But it's usually been done at the the guy already did it. But I always do it just to be sure. But I always check them when it's I'm putting them into an old cylinder to find out, hey, is my cylinder worn out? Because I know this ring isn't because it's brand new. Or I like to drop my old ring back in and I drop a new ring on top of it and just like look, you know, just, you know, it's just something you do. But most of the days you just buy the bar, buy, buy uh, parts in the box, take them out, put them in the motor. Yep. That's, that's been forever since I've had to file one or anything. That's why it's hard to find like engine builders, you know, a true engine builder. Yeah, we live in an R and R world. I mean, yeah, you you just had a cylinder and a head done, and it's like what a new cylinder's a few hundred bucks more than a getting one done. You know, yeah, it's it's that's where we're at. Yep. And if you wanted to go to like a Chinese one, you could have done it cheaper than any machinist. You know. Yeah. Like if you were just flipping the bike or whatever. And Chris Real, who also helped me out with um, some of this information, uh, is in the chat. And he said, match the ring to the piston. So in other words, yeah, make sure that you're using a piston <laughs> and, a, and a ring from the same manufacturer. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically what? Groove, groove. You know, there's some pistons have flat, you know, they're flat rings and some are angled and some have different like uh, locator pins on the two strokes or different shapes and sizes and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, good, good question, uh, Kevin. Appreciate that one. Uh, yeah. It, it, I, I learned, I learned a lot about, you know, just, you know, what are you really trying to accomplish? Like, how, how much, you know, how much do you need? Are we talking? I was even, I, I was trying to get a hold of some really high level um, race engine builders. I used to know one, but guy went and died on me, uh, and. Uh, Actually, a lot of the race, Self, a lot, of, son of, a lot of the race guys, a lot of the guys I used to talk to that knew this stuff all died. <laughs> so not They're so selfish. Know, they don't care about the show. Well, some of them are old too, and they've been doing it for a long time. And then, and then some of them are young, and they <laughs> they you know got sick. Uh, yeah. But um, the the so we were talking about like it, I guarantee you on a Formula One engine, the ring end gap is very very critical. In fact, I know that you can't just start a Formula One engine up when it's cold. No, no. No, they have to be heated. They have to no, be they'll preheated. No, col- they'll cold seize. Yeah, 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 they'll preheat it. Which then, I think is something that happens when you get too small of a 
Ring gap. Ring gap yeah, is a yeah. cold seizure, right? Yeah, well, just the tolerances are so tight in there. That it grows. And, and so I was talking to people that knew about this, and they said- The cylinder's got to grow at a certain rate as the- We started talking about break-in and other stuff like that, and yeah. they go, they, they go in this day and age, and especially with four strokes, they're more worried about like the cam surfaces than they are the ring gap. You know, just just for for sure. Interesting. Yeah, there's interesting very reason. little horsepower to be made there, but a lot, a lot, a lot more in the, up in the up in the cam oh, and the way that cool. stuff works. And then they start talking about like we started about breaking, and they're like, I'm more worried about breaking like the the bearings in the bottom end breaking, and then we are the, the cylinder the piston, wall, which everybody thinks is the really important thing. It's like no, the the way that the bearings break in, that's more more heat cycles were more important for the bearings than they are for. Than they are for the, the like upper setting thing. rings and stuff, huh? Right. So, there was something else that, that was, it was like a like a hot topic about something that's like that's not the that's that, that's not the t- talking point. The talking point was you're talking about something that's like an ether and you right. can't, the, can't change it. So, okay. Right, next on. question. Ivaca KX 450 cast versus billet clamps i'll give a better answer no because if you ain't q pro you won't feel the difference the guys above can't give a straight answer because fear of losing sponsors there must be a part one to this but oh so so anyway so we 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 somehow we had a question about cast versus billet triple clamps mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in and i don't like and then did trevor put that yeah he made, Tre- a, trevor, made a little nugget yeah trevor been made, really good about that trevor made a nugget from the show and and this is it. so so these are the comments that we got. So he, he and, and this guy evidently I've got a KX two fifty. I I've got a KX four fifty. Uh, says that I didn't give a straight answer. Um, <laughs> I don't have any sponsors for triple clamp, so <laughs> I need a triple clamp sponsor so I can give a shitty answer. <laughs> <laughs> I I was kind of I, I remember doing that and I just got I got confused between cast billet and forged uh-huh. and, 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 and and I mean I know what they are I know my KTM XCW's stock have cast triple clamps uh-huh. on the on the the six days and on my Husaberg they're machined from billet or forged and I didn't know which one are they're machine from billet, machine yeah. From billet, yeah. And and I was like going, and I'm going. That's what they they look like, but forged ones look very similar. So a lot of times they'll forge it and then machine it. Yeah, and make it and and to give it the machined. So yeah. I don't know. So that's the thing is I don't know that they're machined from billet. I think they might be forged and then okay. and then machined. They have a machined finish off of a forged piece on the six days. On yes. I on agree. some on some I of the ones, like I that. think that's what it is. So your XC, it's not a six day. So it has it has cast clamps. Oh, your XC has cast. Pretty uh, no, no. I think they're forged. Shit, I don't know. See here, see now you feel like me. It's like yeah, I have that bike, and and so so here here's here's where it it goes. The, the direction is like the question. So the bikes. question was more about how they performed, yeah. or could I feel it? I believe so. Because I'm a pee in a pod. The princess and the P. I'm the princess and the P. Yes. Yeah, because I can feel a front disc rotor cover, but only the billet aluminum ones that clamp to the forks. And now there's a big discussion that's going to go on forever about that because I'm a really sensitive son of a bitch. And then Bob's raising his hand, so we have to take his question because we're polite. Did you ask Ray about? Did I ask Ray? 
No, no, I didn't get to. I didn't get to did a ray. If you if you got a triple clamp sponsor, to, oh, to whether to whether they are cast or forged or or the difference. In both. Uh, in well, yeah, I could ask him that. So there's a, there's a ray should watch this show. He should be on this show. Ray should come on to the show, but I think his, he's probably he's probably. Yeah, if you got a triple clamp sponsor out there, you you have them for the the weirdest bikes got clamps out there. Like all your performance bikes have pretty much stock clamps that I can tell. I'm sure not all of them, but the weird TTRs and the 230s and you'll find triple billet clamp or aftermarket clamps on some of the weirdest bikes. My TTR 125 and my factory XR100 race bike. Definitely those got clamps. Those are factory. There's a lot of weird bikes out there with clamps on Actually, they're applied clamps that I had custom. Applied used to make you custom triple clamps. You could ask, you could ask for different offsets and, I asked those are billet. Those are billet. Those for sure were billet. So I asked for basically XR one hundred triple clamps that fit CR eighty forks. <laughs> there's, there's drill bigger holes in them, you know, because hey, get, you know, I've done that before. <laughs> I honed out. I honed out. You get one more mill in there? No, these oh, those old. They were CR one twenty five clamps that I put on an XR eighty because I I got some old CR conventional CR one twenty five forks and I put them on this XR eighty. And I, and I, I don't know, the clamp was off an XL350 and <laughs> they were metal. They weren't even aluminum. And oh. I, I somehow honed them. I don't even remember what I did oh, to get those shit. forks in there, but they were, I basically mostly bent them. Sure. This, this, this is what you do when you're 14, 15 years old. And got a grinder. Yeah. yeah. And got yeah. A, a rotary tool. I've, I've gotten a little bit better since then. We're going to go to Bob or? Yeah. You, yeah. Go. Well, Bob has another, another very important comment for the show. We we're thinking about getting him a microphone, but I think we're going to get him a camera. The Bob cam. We're going to get a both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Matt's going to work on that. We can hook it up. We actually, you know what we need to do is get that, that webcam that's really shitty that I have. Yeah. 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 And just plug it in and yeah. Okay. Got around, it. Yeah. Yes, Bob. And you stole my prop can for Takamoto. Like, you know, like those crime scene are you, shows. Are you pouring? Are you pouring? It it's in your hand right now. So that means you stole it. I need that over here because I need to talk about that at some point. Are you, are you water bonging with that thing? <laughs> You're not water. What is you doing with it? You're not sitting on it. I hope. Yeah. Can we do like with Bob? Get a Bob cam where we tile them out like they do on the crime scene shows. Oh, where he actually he's he like should, a you know should, like the, the, the should, FBI agent guy that he's got the tiles and the, and the voice that's changed. Yeah, he could you know the, what I'm talking he about. Could, we could give him the voice, of and Matron. then he's yeah. totally yeah. anonymous. I could give him the voice of Matron, and then we have the black. Make him like a bigger deal than he. We'll is. just keep the lights really bad over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and or maybe just yeah, make him wear a bag, yeah. put a bag over his head because I think it'd be more our style because all the other stuff sounds. Yeah, like yeah. The tiles sound. I think that's how you get kicked off YouTube if he has a bag over his head. <laughs> oh we won't do like what we did to the other guests right 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 <laughs> uh hey it, it, this is this is the coolest product right now on takamoto and and it's this little funnel and takamoto sponsors our rooster endo segment and if you're yes, wondering what do. rooster endo is that's where you send us a picture of your bike or a video like a uh, one ricky brabeck Yep. Evidently yep. sent a video. Another in. submission. Yes. Yeah. Another video submission. I can't wait to see what this is. Actually, uh, I, I'll tell the story later. Okay. Because it's really bad. It's it's going to make people hate me if, okay. for, for what I was offered and what I decided not to do. Um, oh, you decided not to do it. Th- this, this, uh, this, you don't know what it is yet. This is the funnel that screws into your KTM uh, thing. Screws in and then it's so I'm easy to it. pour the oil in. There's, uh, you can't get an orange one because I got the last one and those are sold out, but he's got more coming. Nice. 
And uh, but I think you can get the blue I one. I think that, that see the vent that's got to work cool. Yeah, I've never seen the, that before. It's got the vent. Yeah, this is a. It does. I mean, a breather is a better it, word for that. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't bubble up in your face or anything yeah, like yeah. that. And, Especially when you're pouring on. Like, and you can you leave know, it there for like 20 minutes after you're done. oil and it all thick. drains out. Really cool. So one of the it things you cool. can get at Takamoto.com. And when talk and when you, we like your rooster endo bike, when we decide that it roosts or endos to our satisfaction. You can win a hundred dollar gift certificate from Takamoto. That's www.tacomoto.co for almost cool. almost everything you need for your, especially your KTM uh, or Husky EXC or FE dual sport bike. That funnel is made in Canada. Oh, is it made in Cran Canada? Well. Canada with, is that two exclamation points? Yeah, I guess. It looks like Crandall. Can yeah, it looks like Canada. Can Trevor James Sheehan. He, it, if it's Canadian friends are watching, ATK is the company. AKT is the company. Yeah. We were looking what the, we were trying to figure out what the logo was because it's hard oh, to see. Oh, AKT. AKT, yeah. So, All yes. Canada T. So this is made by little beady guys that live underground. Yeah, they use it. Actually, it started out as pouring maple syrup into car, into. Oh, yeah, into the it, transmissions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use it for maple syrup. Up maple there. syrup. They can't get enough of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for uh, Trevor. Thanks for um, yeah. Have him uh, have him uh, send more. <laughs> Actually, we should give some of these away. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Didn't, made, didn't we give a shirt away last week? Made out of the same stuff a hockey puck. I, made think, out of. I think we tried to, but no one wanted it. I got an email. <laughs> oh, for somebody to get a shirt. Yeah. Did you yeah. send it to them? I didn't send it to them. Then, no. Then we haven't given away a shirt from no, last but week. I, I think, but we need to. I think we need to. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's fin fix that need. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent pure like, recycled it's hockey parts. Parts. <laughs> for the show. <laughs> okay. We gotta do something with them up there. Hey, do, do, <laughs> let's take a question. <laughs> We're gonna take a question from the chat room just because I see it right up there. Uh, Joe Dougie, what does he want to know? That's where that's right. Oh, Joe Doug. Hey, Jimmy. The comparison between a beta 350 race edition, they don't make a 350, but beta does. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They make a, a 350, three, a 390, a 490, a 520. Uh, they make a lot of different displays. I know they do, but I didn't think they made anything as rounded off as a 350. My bad then. I know they make a 380. You got to finish the question. Everybody's yeah. waiting. Everybody's yeah, on the, the edge KTM of their Musky Gas Gas 350. Looking for insight on those bike things, and no, none of them will have huge front discards. Okay, because that the, could the, the Beta versus the Austrian ones, <laughs> three fifty. Uh, Joe, so I have not ridden a, a Beta three fifty for a few years now, and so I can't um, can't comment specifically in Beta. But I will tell you that Beta is is kind of I would call it conservative to to make crazy updates over time. But the 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 beta four strokes I have ridden since I rode the 350, the fuel injection has become better and better and better. And this is a big thing because the, the the thing that their 350 suffered from before was kind of a little bit uh, quirky fuel injection. And if that is sorted out, uh, the 350 motor, and I, you could probably go on dirt bike tests, and there's probably a test of one of those bikes. I know there was a test of a 390 at some point, or at least a review of it. 390. That's it. And and. And in, in reality, if I was going to buy the beta, I would get the 390. I, I would, rode the I would, 390. It's I would an not, awesome motor. I would not get the 350. 
if you get the if you get a three ninety race edition, that would be really good. Actually, even if you get I a rode, sta- I rode one of those. a standard three ninety, it's just it's a four hundred, and I think a four hundred is such a much better size than a three fifty. And KTM is doing everything they can to make their three fifty into a four hundred. And and without without changing the displacement, yeah, yeah, That's because they, they got it. Yeah, I get it. Meant to say there. So 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 uh, yeah, uh, it's so it's it doesn't have the finish quality. The Beta does not have the finish quality of a KTM. It's an Italian bike, and versus a versus an Austrian uh, bike, which is there's just a little bit of finish quality that 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 is there. Some stuff about it is better. Like I love the way the seat comes off with the push of a button. The forks. Uh, you, oh, you don't like the forks? Love the forks. Oh, you, beta. Love oh you're so screwed up. Um, you hate your KTM forks, which I, I love. Them. And then, and then now you're talking, are you talking about the Saks forks on the beta? No, the, 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 the KYB, KYB ones. He's okay. talking about the race edition. Yeah. That has the KYB. I, actually, the, 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 the Saks forks, the Saks forks, Aren't as uh, as bad as people give them the. They need to break in. No, they, I rode those too. They they're, need, they need to break not in, as good as the KOBs, and they, and they definitely need to have the oil level. They need to be broken in. They need to be serviced, and then you need to set the oil level correctly, which is typically very high on the on the range of scale. And then the forks work really good. the The shocks they the shock used to have fading issues. I think they were relying on the valving a little bit too much. And I think they fixed that with a sack shock. I don't know. They they even in the back they still have a sack shock. On the race editions, correct? They don't. Yes. They, they, yeah. And those have been a lot better in the past. So it's. Yeah. All of them have sacks on the They're rear. not bad bikes. Let's put it that way. I mean, if, if I was sitting there, if I could, uh, I would take either, honestly. I, yeah. It's, it's a, it's an either or. And, yeah. Definitely. You know, if KTM sponsored the show, I might say, you know, just get the KTM or if Beta sponsored the show, I would say you should get the Beta. Mm-hmm. And Yamaha doesn't make a 350. So I can't say Yamaha because Yamaha that. does sponsor the show. And if you are in the market for a four stroke, you should listen to what Jimmy's going to read. Jimmy says <laughs> For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today and explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and the YZ250F bring the performance power four-stroke engine, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, both YZ450F and 250F come with an exclusive Monster Energy on race edition. 350. You need a 450. Yeah, these 450s are fast. They jump. <laughs> And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Which let, is let, me, let me let you in on a little secret. That power tuner can tune your Yamaha 450 into a 350. It's a secret, but you could do it. I think I did do that with mine just for fun. And you can really, really take a lot of power out of that. Yeah. I mean, you can also make it a fire breather too. Yeah, you can do both. But you can really surprisingly take a lot of power out of it. I couldn't believe it. Find your Yamaha YZ and enter the victory zone. Do it now. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, you should just get a Yamaha. Uh, like how I just turned that into an ad read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am wrong. Beta does make a 350. Jesse, thanks for admitting you're wrong. It's so it's so nice to know that there are people like you jesse guy doesn't know anything because oh wait i didn't know they did either (laughs) okay next question you know i I probably should have thrown this in this guy explains what's the difference between cast i'll read it 
Cast is a liquid metal. Uh, we're talking about triple clamps, I suppose. Oh, yeah. We're back to cast yeah. versus Cast is a clamps. liquid metal poured into a mold. Forged is a heavy press that stamps out the part in a single piece of the metal. And billet is a machine CNC out of a single billet piece of metal. For the love of God, LOL. Right. Because that's, that's because he was right. I sounded confused. And so I did, I actually did some research and while Bob was trying to explain something like that, but he made it way more confusing. That's like when you need to really like, I disguise, know they've, they've gotten pretty the good at and put disguising the, cast parts yeah. as billet through machining and stuff. Yeah. So I, like you said, the six days, yeah, I don't yeah, know you what can, they you are. Can, yeah. You can cast it. You can also cast and machine it. And, and so in my research, because when I don't know something, I go look around and I, I went and looked at different sources to get, and yeah, I went to the internet, <laughs> which is kind of scary. And I had to, I had to disqualify some of the quote information I got because it was either incorrect or explained poorly. So it was, I, what I learned from this, and this is kind of the gist of the original question was, can you feel like, what's the difference? Can you feel the difference? And yeah, it, it transmits a little bit of a different feel to the rider, the triple clamps depend on how they're machined or made or materials and 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 so the so cast is exactly right they're pouring that into a mold and what's more important than the the fact that it's cast is the shape or the 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 pattern Mm -hmm. is is more yeah you look under cast and there's a lot of thought gone into bracing and and stuff and in some time sometimes cast can be more strong than forged and or Mm-hmm. Billet just based on the on the 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 design the design of the mm-hmm. part and and so it's kind of I, I think I think it's more like a little bit more like on the on the motorcycle side and the triple clamp side of things it's a little bit more about the the looks of it. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of clamps are bought because of the cool color they are. Yeah, and we went off on the tangent talking about oh, the clamps that, that, that I had. Remember, so. well, we we talked about my BBR clamps that are tall on my TTR. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and most of my other bikes have stock triple clamps, and I do have, I have, um, so I have some like pro circuit clamps on one of my KTM five hundreds, and then I've tried some of the. I, I went through a, a battery. I tried like four or five different clamps on a KTM four fifty not long ago. When when the when the uh, I don't know if it was X trig when the ones that had the the individual two little bands around there and one bolted on one side That's and one X-trig. bolted on the yeah the X trig ones and then I I had tried some ride engineering ones that did something like that where they kind of cut a groove into them mm-hmm. and and all these different things and they they flex, they, they simply changed the feel mm-hmm. a little bit better or worse it kind of depended on what you were looking for what I was looking for and you you know what you know what's funny you want to know what makes more of a difference. Is I actually tire pressure, <laughs> tire pressure. Yeah, check your tire pressure. That's a good one. Um, I I found that uh, I actually was doing some uh, triple clamp testing and I put flex bars on. And I couldn't tell anymore. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't I get t- it because because the bars took out that the 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 ones that were stiffer. You mm-hmm. actually didn't notice it. And yeah. and I one of the very first things I said when I test test tested the flex bars was they make bad forks good. They like there was a couple yeah. bikes. There was a couple bikes at the time. There was some aluminum frames that were really stiff, and they had kind of stiff forks. And all of a sudden, I didn't care. It like they, they used to bug me, and all of a sudden, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. So um, I can tell a, you, many some of the mini bikes, eighty five, sixty fives, Japanese, they could use them simply because 
little tip overs and they, you know, they got a single bolt at the top and yeah, the KX or the Yamahas. I don't know about the new Yamaha actually, but yeah, KTM's they could use the KTM's come with a yeah, a really good, clamp. real good set of clamps. Yeah. That, but like uh, uh, the Cowie tips over and, and the, the front tire is. Because they because they slip just don't yeah they slip they, very easy oh huh interesting yeah and it's have you ha, even even you're talking even when you think it's torqued or maybe even torqued a little it's definitely extra. torqued right yeah, torqued right it, just, yeah. it doesn't I mean any any one of them will twist when you crash but it doesn't take much on hmm. it's it, too little in my opinion I'm trying I'm trying to think and and here's the here's the the interesting thing is that when most of the you know when I talk about all the different bikes I ride most of the ones that I've ridden when I've ridden all the different ones were prepped at you know they were always prepped at the manufacturer they were essentially mm -hmm. perfect stalkers and and it, it, you wonder because I, I i haven't experienced it to the level you're talking about like noticing that they slip more every time you wrote 85 you probably never crashed it right? oh an 85 that's what oh, I'm oh about. okay oh yeah yes correct yeah <laughs> single pinch yes yeah, i heard pinch. you i thought i heard you say single pinch yeah. but anyhow uh they could they those some of those 85s could use clamps just Interesting. The bikes that I seem to have my clamps on are all mini bikes. They are. That's strange. <laughs> and, how yeah. how I how I did that. Yeah. Conventional forks and things like that out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say on the bigger bikes, I didn't notice the twisting so much. But I'm saying, I wonder if they went to the level of really making sure that they're that they you know that the that the clamping surfaces were all clean inside because yeah. because I've actually put forks back together that had just been the suspension shop and they were still had the oil on them I clamped yeah. them in there and uh, all of a sudden it's like no doubt damn I, I tipped over once and the and it, it's yeah. out and mm -hmm. I torque everything all the time it's one of the few times I do I torque forks eh, I would say sixty five percent of the time I pull the I pull the torque my, wrench out for those although my, my I I'm mark idea pretty good at, at at wristing it you know to yeah, the thing. Yeah. So, um, okay, <laughs> do, right. we, do we have a question come through on the chat there, Matt? We've actually quite a few chat questions, but I believe it might be time for a commercial break. No, we're going to finish these questions that All we right. have okay. in this sheet. Mike Burnett wouldn't let that dude back on the show. Uh, that is if it were me, I wouldn't let that guy in the show again. Yeah. Is, is that me? No Am I the guy in the show? Or I was, think so. Or who else was on the show? Logan? I think George. George was on the show. I think. So he's talking about George. I believe so. Because I'm the host. I missed all it, this. If, if, I, if, if I wasn't on the show, then there'd be no show. So he's talking about that, it, that guy. Unless it's me and I'm hosting and you're on a Zoom call. Uh, no, it was, it was, the, it was the, tri the triple clamp was like two shows ago. So that was George. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I'm pretty sure. Logan was last show. We should just blame Logan. He's not here. Yeah. yeah George is in the chat. He's, that guy. he's a little self-conscious now that his logo is not on the thing. We don't have any more money. Yeah. yeah. We're all broke. I might have to drink during the break. Oh, I can answer this next question. Okay. Soilsman ADV. Who had ever broken a triple clamp? Mako is fantastic 1981 reference. LOL, I love this show. Uh, David Pingree? <laughs> <laughs> what, does he not like Mako's? Who? David Pingree. No, he just famously broke oh so, yeah i mean he oh he snapped the steering stem yeah. it wasn't the triple clamp no i think it was oh, the clamp. i think the did the i, I thought, thought it was i the thought clamp. he i thought well i don't remember exactly yeah, well, i think probably, it was the clamp he probably doesn't even know he wouldn't even know what it was called but he'd make a joke out of it yeah he could yeah. be funny huh yeah oh that guy's yeah he's got a sharp wit um yeah i've seen you, you that but those are the pictures that just go viral on the internet is when is when steering stems yeah. and triple clamps break and you don't know whether it was torqued properly or the guy just mm -hmm. seth ends loaded over the yeah no my Doug henry off the off a the local jump. racer friend of mine he broke a set hitting a k-rail oh well did he hit the k-rail on purpose 
Well, no. Oh, okay. Well, then. No, no, and I don't know if you know. Probably but not. yeah, I do know of a set. Thor Amador broke a set. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen them, I've seen them break before, and and I've seen, <laughs> I've seen guys riding around. I go, hey, do you want any bolts in that in their triple clamp? And they're like, oh shit, they fell out again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> uh, again, what do you mean? And then like one guy had actually, he goes, yeah, I kind of thought I stripped him out, but I just stuck some new bolts in there. And I thought it would be okay. And, <laughs> I and did he, not ever want to ride about and, that bike. And, and you see, you see them bent. You know, they're, 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 the 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 opening is all gapped out. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, like, I'll, I'll buy a used bike. That's like the first thing I. Hey, I'll at. own up. You know, I was like I said, I was a little bit confused, but I was answering the question more. I was so concerned on ex- explaining the difference in feel that I kind of lost track of my of me, my metallurgy uh, experience. Yeah. Which uh, remember, I went to school for um, insurance. I went to school so I could get insurance. And I took a lot of classes. I had some agriculture classes. Or what? No, to keep medical insurance so I could race my motorcycle. Uh, it's way cool. cheaper than having, uh, well, my parents wouldn't pay for it anymore. So why do you think I stayed in school? <laughs> I get it. That's right. And when I took the semester off and I had to pay for medical insurance, I signed up for school again. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's go ahead and uh, take a commercial break so I can... Uh, Decide whether I want to get back to drinking or what was I going to do? I was going to go do research on the Yamaha power steering. power steering device. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you back in a few minutes. If you've ever seen any one of my bikes, they all have flex handlebars on them. What are those, Jimmy? Well, Fast Company, that's www.fastco.com, makes the flex handlebar. And it's essentially suspension built into your handlebars. They make bad forks good. They absorb impacts like you wouldn't believe, and they're really tough. And I've been running for over 20 years, and I don't think I've ever bent a set. And if I have, I forgot about it. It was a long time ago. So these are American-made products, and until you run them, you won't realize how good they are. The reason this works is the flex handlebar is stiff laterally through the steering path, but allows it to be forgiving from the load path without sacrificing control or input. This means it basically dampens the forces that you don't want and it doesn't affect the forces you do want. So it steers properly and takes the pain out of your wrists. So if you're looking for good feel in your handlebars without suffering from catastrophic impacts or complaining that your forks are too harsh, the Flex handlebar is the solution. They make other products like the spoke torque wrench, impact pegs, really trick brake clevis and brake spring kits, and clicker adjusters. So if you're looking to get some of this stuff, check out www.fastco.com. That's spelled F-A-S-S-T-C-O.com. Remember, two S's in fast. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. 
Um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty. And we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and nose meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some. Um trying to read and now we have to come back to the show uh i have to do more research it's more complicated than i thought yeah <laughs> or using the phone or emails or text is more complicated than i thought so welcome back to tech talk taco tuesday this is hour two of this um show i think uh i didn't even have to pour a drink that's how that's how yeah. exciting this yeah, that's first first hour was hasn't really stressed me out yet <laughs> this is the part of the show where we get to do uh rooster endo that's everybody's favorite segment all right is ricky still watching because it it sounds like somebody's trying to play a joke on me new guy forgot to get the board huh uh did, did his, is his bike is it is it targeted at me somehow or another it's not targeted at you oh, no. okay. i think he no he's just really hyped about he's about legitimately hyped about his bike yeah okay it, it looked like he was on a really good trail celebrating the rain and he just wanted to. I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go trail riding with him today. This is what really sucked. This is what. Oh, okay. So he was one of two people that called me and said, "All you have to do is get your ass here. I got a bike ready for you." Uh huh. And I'm like, I don't have any gear. He's like, You can wear my gear. <laughs> Both of them. You can wear. I got. I'll get you gear. You could have been a monster energy rider for a day. And then I call up. I call up someone else, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I just got off the ski slopes. So I'm going riding." I'm like, Phew. Yeah, I have a weed. I have two weed whackers that need to be worked on in the back of my truck, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, complain about like I'll complain all day long. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? Uh, if you have questions uh, for us, we can answer nine out of ten without referring to a reference manual. I've I've kept a lot from the chat and uh, in my little Google Doc right here. And so. you, you'll be asking them to me and Jimmy. This is the Jimmy and Jimmy show this weekend. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Tyler sitting in for Logan, who is mm. uh, not dead, but not dead, close. Yeah, he yeah. didn't look too. Boy, suffering. <laughs> he look, he, I've I've never seen him so excited to sit out flat track last last uh, oh, Friday really? night yeah, or whatever I know. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 had he had uh, Cletus or whatever his name was uh, <laughs> fill in for him. Cleety. Yeah, and I uh, I I I and then I know your daughter doesn't ride anymore, but I feel bad about what I did to her swing arm. Oh, yeah. oh, did you get into chain, him a little chain, bit? The chain guy, chain chain uh, adjusting thing. And those are a little brittle on those bikes. I might have done some Oh, did you, get, did you get into Coop a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I decided to, nice. you know, it's it's how you show love on the flat track. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, are we picking up over here? Yeah, let's pick up on the questions. Where we yeah. keep going here. We've been, I think. Uh, mods I, for the 450L asks Robert Lambert. Just get a Vortex and an FMF and it's a badass bike? I don't think that was a question. I think he was telling you what to do. Okay, because all I did to the 450L was uh, we put a JD Jetting tuner on it and uh, an FMF pipe, I think, is what we did to ours. And it was a badass bike there. I I think that one you actually can gain quite a bit with the, a different ignition because they're, they are um, rev-limited. 
No. So so this will actually increase the rev ceiling and kind of change the the power delivery. But mm-hmm. I don't have any experience with that, so I can't speak to it. But I was actually pretty happy with what we were able to do with just the the simple uh, 450 L. That's the Honda Dual Sport. The right? Dual Sport one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So okay. Hey, they can they can tell us what to do, where to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. From sabotaged heading to how to find neutral. If you can find neutral, listen to Jimmy neutral. I hope that means something to you. If you can find neutral. Well, I think, didn't we spend about 10 minutes talking about like the need for a neutral this indicator? This was also another little nugget that uh, Trevor had. Light made. or a shift or a shift. Uh, yeah, how to find he, neutral. They wanted to know what gear the bike was in or how to find neutral. And oh. <laughs> yeah, it happens. So I guess I just, did I, did I miss shift on that? particular thing uh, i don't know i thought i gave a good answer no i think it did too i think he was was somebody I, I think, actually I think trying to have, find and having like, trouble on neutral on their bike well they're having a hard time finding neutral and it's like it's a it's a learned it's a learned thing i don't know why you want to yeah. find neutral like sometimes yeah so yeah there were lots of them you, you get, know even like out there they all carbureted ktms the neutral is so small on those bikes I used to on my race bikes. I used to actually uh, take the shift star and I talked mm-hmm. about this and kind of file it down kind so it would open it. Yeah, so it wouldn't hit neutral from first to second. Sure, because a lot of times, in especially on a one twenty five, you're in the rocks and stuff, the technical stuff. You're in first gear and you going can't first get a to nice second. Positive shift, and, yeah, and yeah, and you you have to shift sometimes when it's just it'd be like if you were going between first and second on the lip of a triple. You would want to make sure that you got. The How about gear. when you're landing on top of a table and step? I'd be super. Oh, we saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's gnarly. That is gnarly. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, hey, Curly. Curly has something to say. Curly in the chat says, "Let's be honest. We are looking at parts like triple clamps, hubs, or other such part for the fancy colors they come in. Deep blue." Triple and hub, 67% more horsepower. And that's proven by Fauci, Fauci science. <laughs> I okay. like Curly. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's, yeah, he's, is he being political there? Somebody's got some stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> not to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, so we told you, his name's not Curly, that's Kyler. I know, but I, oh, okay, I, I always, I've been misspelling it since yeah, yeah, mispronouncing yeah. it, naming yeah. it since uh, <laughs> since I obliterated his name on the first time I read it. Kyler, yeah, yeah okay. keep keep going. Kyler. So, all right, I got one more over here. Okay, Viper Racing on a twenty twenty three hundred XCW test on the twenty twenty. What's the highest body weight the front suspension can be set up for without having to purchase anything? And for the rear, what does the spring replacement cost roughly? Spring and installation. Oh. So, well. Uh, so, I would guess, well, it kind of depends on where you ride on the bike is is what I always say. And if you're, if you're a guy who rides over the front, then I would say once you're over, I would say the limit is 210 pounds. That's that's my that's my guess. If you're over the front, if you're a guy who's in the middle or the back, you can probably go up to 220 maybe a little bit more in all honesty but it's going to be it's going to be soft and if you really you know slam into something it's going to be soft but uh that'd be the limit although you know it at 200 pounds when i was 200 pounds i was kind of bordering on the 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 front of that suspension being 
eh, you know, mm-hmm. a little soft, but not too bad. I raced at box stock in a, at a, at a, at a works race. And I had, I had no problems with it. They had a there motocross track and they actually had one little double thing that was kind of a kicker to double it. The kind of thing where a, a soft suspended fork Talking would be a problem. Love, yeah. And, and for sure, the first time I went over it, it went like, it went like this, but then I just adjusted my body position. In other words, I ride over the front. Actually, I don't really ride over the front. To be honest with you, like, like I, you know how you know how when you watch older guys as they get older, they start moving towards the back of the motorcycle. So I still think I ride over the front. <laughs> so I must have really got back on when I started hitting and jumping. Yeah. So, but anyways, so and and my rule of thumb is for every every uh, every two spring rates you go up in the back, you should go up one in the front. Like that's just kind of my, and th- this is mm-hmm. within this is. This is not if you're a 350 pound dude, you need to do something special. But if you're if you if you've gone up one spring rate in the rear, you don't necessarily have to go up that much in the front. You can usually add some spring preload and or add some oil or both and probably be okay. But if you go up two spring rates in the rear, you need to go up one in the front or that bike's going to be very yeah, imbalanced. Out of balance. Yeah. Uh and and then I find that if you if you if you go up in the front too much it does the same it does the same thing to the back so if you if you go up one in the front just because you want to be stiffer if you go up two you need to go up one in the back uh-huh. it, it, this is kind of my jimmy rule of thumb yeah, without having to think one. about it how about any any of the uh online spring calculators yeah that race, you like? race tech has a, a spring calculator uh-huh. um, that's the only one i've really seen that i've it's used before the biggest one or most major yeah one. and it, it you kind of put your weight in there and tells yeah. you what it is uh what does it cost to you lie ins- about how fast you are install? on install everything um spring replacement cost springs are about what 120 for a spring now 135 yeah okay well 100 uh, hello i was gonna say welcome to 2020 130 140 bucks for the spring and probably that much to, to put it in to install somebody. it yeah well it depends on a yeah. pds bike you got an off and off in 10 minutes yeah, Max. i wouldn't tell them that if i owned a shop okay yeah 150 bucks to have it done <laughs> <laughs> if it's a linkage bike if it's like if it's a honda crf450x or l uh, then it's yeah. probably three hundred dollars to have it installed. Uh-huh. Lots of, movies. but he does have an XEW, and that is yeah. there is no easier. Uh, no, it's so easy spring to, to change to on the pop, planet. <laughs> pop that in, and yeah. and and the front forks are actually pretty easy to change the springs on too. If you have kind of a basic knowledge, yeah, open cartridge, right? yeah, yeah, basic knowledge of of that, you can do it without um, without uh, taking the oil out. Uh, in all yeah. honesty, yeah, not a whole bunch of tool for yeah. Them. And if you do it, if you if you take your time with it, you you don't spill much oil, and you can. You don't have to, you know, do anything to bring it. the old springs out. Get the oil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ring, ring them out. Ring actually, them out so you get actually, the oil. <laughs> so here's here's I, I can't you know, they, like people say like how do you how do you, you know they watch me and they go you're kind of a hack when you do certain things, and so when I change the springs once I have a, I have a tray that that then in 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 the spring you can take out and it'll actually balance itself so I had a, a nice stainless steel tray. And I just pulled the spring out and I set it onto the to the tray mm-hmm. and just let it dry out, drain down and dry out. And I took the spring off and I poured I poured it over and I saw how much it put in. And I don't remember the exact amount of CCs. No, no. But I, I poured it out and I saw mm-hmm. it pour out. You know, and it's like this. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly how much that is, yeah. like by doing this with the bottle. Yeah. And you, 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 I know Matt's witnessed this. You've seen me. Do two stroke oil the same way? Yeah, yeah, you've done in, that. In, in, into my bike, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. your bike, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah hey, yeah. how much gas we put in there? That much right there. Yeah, it, one like Mississippi, the, two Mississippi. Like oil. He's like, he's like, shouldn't I, we, And I'm like, don't worry, it's forty to one, bro. 
<laughs> it might have been 65. It could have been 32, but it was pretty damn close. Huh. Bike ran fine, right? Uh, if I remember right, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I do it on everything but like my 125s. Like the 125s, I because I know that they're kind of already on the edge. And I've had one seize. And you're gonna ring them a I, lot had, harder than anything else. Let's I've had one it. seize up, although it was it was because of it was time. It wasn't oil, <laughs> but I had one seize up on a triple yeah. jump, uh, a little triple jump at a janky track. But it was still enough to cause a problem. Uh, I didn't crash, but I cased it really hard. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so so like uh, bikes that aren't going to be super super stressed, I'll. I'll oil it you know mm-hmm. but so so i pull the spring out and i and i and i put it back in and i add the oil back in and mm-hmm. and i just add just a little bit and i know how much it is and yeah so that's how i i just practice you know you take the time to learn some technique that skips a couple steps and then uh yeah what is, I, I think it was like seven cc's or something like that is what the is what a spring glues to the, it if, if on an open cartridge ktm fork when you just pull it out and set it down it's like it's, yeah. it was like I want to say might have been seven if you just yank it right out. Don't even you know don't shake it or nothing. Just out and in. So I don't know. My forks are apart. It's getting new oil. <laughs> yeah, I can see That's that. Me. But but yeah, I sometimes I I'm changing. I'm tr- yeah, you know, going through it. three yeah. different tri- types of springs. I and- will literally wait till it needs service to change the springs. <clears throat> That's how I roll. <laughs> That's good. That's a good technique. Okay, yeah. Matt, we're ready to 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 do some. Roosterando? Roosterando. Let's do Roosterando yeah, and then we'll do finish. We'll, we'll do the, we'll do the, the, I the, grab the board, I guess? bullet round of questions at the end yeah. there. So while you grab the board, I'm going to uh, play the uh, the video submission. Oh, for our first Roosterando submission. This is from yeah. uh, one uh, Ricky Brabeck. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. We could use that board again, that old shitty board. I don't uh, care. Uh, yeah, why not? We'll just use another. It's easier we'll, to get to. Yeah. Okay. Bring back from the past. Cool. Oh, oh hey, that's hey, set up. Uh, here comes uh, Ricky's video. Okay. What's up, everyone? Rooster Indo. Of course, we're roosting the dirt. Oh, Ricky. Epic. Also, the bike. Super epic. Who wouldn't want to roost oh. this bad boy? That's that's National Hair Let's Hound go! winning. <laughs> Gen one for fifty X. I've got one of those for sale, by the way. Not not that good. Yeah, yeah. Which I apologize to the chat for how quiet the audio was. Uh, oh, in the beginning. Yeah, it was really quiet. He was just talking about how awesome his his thing was. So, yeah, I could have gone riding with him, and I think he had a a, a new CR four fifty X for for me to ride if I wasn't so busy uh, doing weed whacking. Uh, my wife thanked me for weed whacking in the chat. Did she? That was nice. Yeah, I, I, I adjusted. Oh. You know, we have what we call a, a very natural landscape at, at, at the, the California house. Uh, okay. It's a natural landscape. It's a, it's kind of a hippie thing to do uh-huh. down there. Yeah. Little, uh, you don't really water, but when the when the when the when the, the rain waters it for you, then the shit grows. Uh huh. So, uh, so we don't have a picture of that, do we? Uh. It should be in that. Oh, there's a picture in the, yeah, in the I file forgot, there. I forgot to put it in my little thing here. So, so a we picture of what Ricky's, Ricky's bike? Ricky's bike. Ricky's bike. It's gonna be in the pile of the photos there. Okay, there it is, right there. That could yeah. be it. Which I just recycled the picture he used before because I'm pretty sure it's the same bike. Oh, he's he's resubmitted. He's resubmitted. 
But he's got with a video, video and with a couple video. and a couple yows. Yeah, like, like yeah. that's good. Gonna, I put that on. in there mostly so you could see like the prime dirt he was on. Shut yeah. up! You're mean. <laughs> like that's 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 mean. Yeah, I I know that. I know this bike. I actually yeah. rode this bike. Uh, I don't like it. You don't like it? No. The Gen 1? No. I'd rather have a Gen nope. 2. I like, I like the new ones. I know Ricky I like it. fuel injection, and that's enough for me. <laughs> Dude, you should ride this bike. It's pretty badass. I bet it is. It's got some, it's got some, it's got some power. I bet uh, it does. Yeah. It's, it, it's got, it's got, fa- he's got factory suspension. It's kind of funny because yeah. like Johnny goes, that was the best one we ever made. Oh, that was yeah. the, that was like the best, <laughs> the, you know, and Johnny. I think Johnny likes these too. I don't. Yeah. I don't have to. I'd have to check with him. I don't know whether he's new or old. He'd probably say he was new. He'd probably say he was the new guy, but because he yeah, because he has to because he's a guy. But I I think he likes these too. I don't, and I think even Kendall. There's so much development on that I think bike. Kendall. Right? I mean, it's well the 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 race bike is. I actually, in all honesty, I mean this bike is it, it, it's awesome to ride because it's a full-on this it's is a, a this is what a full-on national hair and hound winning championship winning bike feels like and rides like and i don't like it that much but there's each because you're not racing a hair and hound in it right i'm not well i'm not fast enough to win a national hair and hound i'm but not strong enough to ride it like you're racing. using the wrong bike or a bike set up for the wrong thing that you want right right it's sprung it's sprung but it's it's no matter how hard I ride it, it's sprung for someone who's going to ride it harder than me. Harder than you, uh, and and I and a lot of the characteristics of the bike in general. Ricky's a big boy too. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the characteristics of the bike in general. Uh, you're riding a works bike, and it's set up for one guy. And but they're but it's funny because all these guys that were w- winning Baja at the time, racing these things and and doing all this stuff, they all kind of arrived at a very very similar setup that was for them. It was really good, and uh, I. I thought the st- I, I liked I probably like the stock one. I mean, I'm talking stock with stock muffler, by the way. Uh-huh. Okay. Because it's just so easy to ride and it's so tuned. I think that one is set up better for me. Mm-hmm. But everything about this, every individual thing about this bike, you go, man, these forks work amazing. If I were 20 pounds heavier and heavier 10 and, miles an hour and, into that and, whoop yeah, faster. Yeah. And same thing, the suspension, the rear suspension. That man, this shock is just amazing. You know. And the motor, fucking, this motor is amazing. But mm-hmm. I don't need that much power, and I'm not oh, riding yeah. that hard. And and it's it's not amazing where yeah. I want to ride it. Yeah. It's kind of a little, little underwhelming because you're comparing yeah. it to what's up here. And so. that's probably pretty true with all those top of the level so guys' bikes. For such at, a for such an awesome bike, uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna endo because it was a double submission. That's against <laughs> the rules. He didn't really give us any details on it. Either. Yeah, no details. He broke the rules. He just yeah. sent you just sent a video. You had to fish around for a photo. Yeah, You're making the, it work. The dirt looked good though. I'm gonna put it right on top of where George's uh, three wheeler goes. Uh, so good job, RB. Uh, thank thanks for picking the wrong day to go riding with me, even though it rained and it was nice and I was weed whacking my front yard, but. Uh, Maybe next time. Hey, you know what? We should have a contest where you can win a ride with Ricky Brayback. That'd be an awesome contest. That would be an awesome contest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm, I'm not going to get his permission. I would try to I, win I, that. I won the contest to go on, go on two rides with Andrew Short, but one, the tire went flat, and the second I blew up the bike. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I paid $1,500 for that contest. That was a, yeah, that was yeah. an expensive contest. That was an expensive contest for everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get to go riding with Ricky Brayback next week. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I really do. Where are you going? Cabo San Lucas. Ooh, nice. <laughs> that sounds really yeah. cool. I don't go to Mexico, but I changed my mind. <laughs> that's right. Uh, is there Tech Talk next week? 
No, there's not going to be a tech talk next week because I'm going to be riding. I don't know. You know, I'll. I don't even know where I'm going to end up on that night on Tuesday night. I don't know where I'm going to be. I think you should just enjoy the. I'm going to try to enjoy it. No stress. Just yeah. Give her a break. Yeah, give it a break. This show sucks, anyways. Who'd want (laughs) to? Who'd want to listen to watch this? Oh boy, what do we got here? We got Trevor Seguin. Hey, wait, was Trevor in the? Trevor's in the chat. He was in the chat earlier. Is he the Canadian dude? Was he the Canadian guy? I think think so. He is actually, because yeah, we read the description for it. Trevor okay. from Ontario, Canada, eh? Hey. 2016 KTM 300, don't you know? Three, oh, boy. <laughs> 230 hours on the engine today. EE Bark Busters, Rad Guards, and Cage FMF Ganarly Pipe, you know? <laughs> okay. Just got the photo up for the chat. Okay. Child. Got I'll, it. All right. I'll go back to American here. And <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> and a 2.1 turbine axis, turbine core, axis, these guys could use some commas here, axis passenger pegs. Passenger pegs? Yeah. I, I was looking, I was wondering oh. what that is. It's down Ooh. there. It's down there. Oh. You know, I was it thinking. It does make wheelie, wheelies easier when you get someone back there, don't it? Oh, I thought he put that in there. I didn't know you no, were I did. subjectively yeah. adding that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Passenger Black plastic studded AT tires for winter fun. Moose yeah. Oh, he's got these one. Oh, he's in that part I of thought, Canada. I thought the I thought the the buddy pegs. I thought they were like kind of like those steg peg things or something. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just for her, her, him. I don't know. Don't do, we don't judge. I'm Canadians do stuff different. I haven't seen him on grinder, so no, no. <laughs> <laughs> winter fun moose racing solid rear rotor. It's better than a discard in the front unless he took it off right before he shot the photo. <laughs> he doesn't Dual have, compound he, fork seals. He, he, doesn't, uh-huh. he doesn't even have a discard on the on the rear rotor. No. Yeah. He's got a solid rotor. Yeah. But you don't need a discard from hitting icicles. <laughs> These guys do. And oh, what what is this? Dual compound fork seals. Uh what is I know I know there was a couple brands making uh making them they're supposed to last longer. So, what were the dual compound? I mean, why the dual? Like, I think I think one one wipe one like the you know how they have like lips the on dust them? wipe. Oh wait, no. no 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 they had like the the yeah. the, the, the lip wipers. They were like for less stiction and better better things. So that's yeah. the that's the the thing. I like yeah. it. It's black. I, I, it's amazing. He, I don't he see the any nice oil on that axle, so it must be working. The, the nice, <laughs> yeah, the nice use of the wide angle lens from shooting the picture in the cave from a deep underground, obviously, because that's the only way you can stay warm in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably has it. We're doing up there, but I, I'll bet you when he winter's flies. too long here, and we had like three cold days, and that's. Not I'll bet you when many. he. I'll bet you when he rides. Remember in the crusty demons of dirt. When like the 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 guy rode out from the ground, he just blew out through the. Yeah, like, I'll bet you that's what he does when he comes out in this bike. It's it, and it and it gets super smoky in his cave when he warms uh, that thing up because it's carbureted, yeah. and uh, and not like the oil injected bikes and the fuel yeah. injected bikes that are just they hardly smoke at all. But it's like makes a big cloud of smoke, and I'll bet you he comes out of that tunnel and jumps out, just uh, blasts through the snow over the top of a moose. Right, yeah. Not that kind of moose. Not a tire moose, an actual moose. Moose, yeah. It's Canada. I, I like it. Everywhere up there. I, it, it looks like his, his it looks like his spike tires are nitro moose equipped. No, yeah, he's stickers. got yeah, he's got uh no, he's got tubeless. Oh, tubeless front and rear. Yeah. Okay. I would like nitro moose better than tubeless, but tubeless is I I wonder how that works with the spike on the tires ice. on the ice. Maybe because you got to. Who knows what kind of pressures you run on spike tires? Or you probably do, huh? No, I don't. I don't oh. I don't have I've ridden uh-huh. with spike tires before. 
but the, I wrecked them because they sent them to us, and I went in the mountains and you know rode them. And it was amazing where <laughs> they go. Them on dirt? <laughs> no, no, and there's just some rocks. Just it doesn't oh. take very long for the rocks. No, I imagine not to 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 tear them. But oh, we, see, we, I only envision them on like a frozen lake, like flat track. But yeah, I don't but know. It, it's like you need that. I guess that, you can that, go up in that, a frozen that warm up again, freeze snow, warm up again, freeze snow. Because once yeah. once you cut into the snow, you break the crust and you go down. Once your skid plate depth, you're screwed. You know, you need it at that Pretty point. Much every time I want snow, I'm screwed. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like this stuff. bike at Roos. Definitely, it it's definitely Roos. Yeah, yeah. That's orange a that's flame. a that's a good bike. Not never one much for black plastics, but the orange frame helps. Justin Bradley is here for the off road 250SF discussion. So we're boring you out of your gourd by talking about other people's motorcycles. Oh, this, yeah, Justin, I'm sorry. Um, I will call Trevor. Uh, as mm -hmm. soon as we get done with this rooster endo segment where we award somebody a hundred dollar gift certificate, uh, from tacomoto.co where right uh, now, uh, he's in the, he's in the lead. Yeah. He's in the lead. So we got to, we get, uh -oh. what we'll pay him in there. Ruples yep. or whatever they take up there. Another one. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to get $4 with the exchange rate from uh, taco Mike. No, if you know, if it's a hundred dollars American, it's yeah, probably you like, can almost buy a house in Canada. I know like that. 7 million. Yeah. And you get free healthcare. <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. It's yeah. Fun. No. <laughs> it's fun to make fun. They of buy, they'll, they'll buy sunglasses. <laughs> It's hard when you yeah. come out in the sun. Right. <laughs> Cody Bootland, new upgrades from the last roost. As I said, I thought I saw this bike before. Warp 9 Moto wheels. But those are Motard wheels, and they are they're they don't have any knobbies on them. I was going to say, maybe he didn't take, get the right picture here, because those look like Supermoto wheels. Yeah. Scott's damper and some CMT carbon bits. Don't worry, I saved the dirt wheels. Okay. Probably an end of the day. Mods list from last <laughs> submission. Full tie FMF 4.1, Vortex computer, Cyclops headlight. Did he win last time? Hope uh, not. I don't think he's won before, but he's submitted before. Yeah. Well, we know he's submitted before. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's obvious. LED turn signal indicators. Taco motor rear delete the LED rear lights. Brake light rapid flasher. Scott's damper installed this weekend. Yep. On order is a supermoto setup, all black everything, including kickstand, sliders, and wheels. Man, this thing is eating my wallet. It ought to. You should just have two bikes rather than whatever the heck you're doing. Oh, well, okay. They don't I don't even say what kind of bike it is. It's a, he doesn't say what kind of bike it is? Uh, well, 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 since he submitted it last time, he probably told us last time. Husky Vernus. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a Husky. It looks like a 501 FE. That's, that's what it looks like is, to me. Is what it looks like to me. Um, but uh, what, what, what's Cody? Is this, is, what's yeah. Cody? Cody? Um, I have to talk to you about your photography skills here, bro. So since this isn't, uh, you know, a lot of people listen to this as a podcast, there's a picture of a bike that was taken in a shadow. Okay. And the, 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 there's the some light, really nice sun behind it. Though. Yeah. There's really nice sun behind some it. Grass you could have rolled out into good the, on that. the sun and, and then it, you wouldn't have all these hoses and whatever hydraulic. I, I think you're, what are you pumping gas there? Yeah. It's, well, you it's got a busy the, picture. You got the trash, trash can, can in there, there, the propane thing. Power looks lines. like there's, there's probably, there's power line. Yeah. You don't want power lines in your photo. This is like, this is like every guy that wants to be a magazine editor that, tried to apply for the job and they, yeah. and they send they send you photo pictures of 
you know, we, we always tell them, this is the, how, how, hey, you want to, you know, I want to work at the magazine. They're like, well, submit us something, you know, submit like a bike test of your own bike or product test. And so they take their bike and they'd roll it outside the garage just like this and, and shoot a photo of it. Mm -hmm. And then they'd, they'd have their mom go shoot a picture of them. And then there'd be uh. this really pretty picture of the, of the kind of the, the field and the, the, the power lines and all the other stuff. And then there'd be this microscopic, Bike picture of a bike with some dude like usually doing a flying w off the back of it or there something like that right, right. and and then and then and then it, it'd be like uh my 2020 husky 501 fe this bike is very good and i like it a lot fast yeah fast. yeah <laughs> and then that was that was what we got right right super fast it's like it's like I'm really good at riding all the bikes and testing them, and I look good in photos. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, please contact me. My salary rate is fifty thousand a year, plus expenses. And you're like, okay, uh, yeah, I got to work on the photos, bro. Yeah. <laughs> endo, it does endo, endo and, 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 and endo, and he's grabbing a fistful of front brake. The only oh, thing, wow, the endo. only thing, the only thing that could that could make this thing worse is a super oversized front disc rotor guard. Right, right. That's the only thing that make this worse. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for submitting, man. We love you, even though we are not super stoked on your bike at the moment. He knew it was going to end, though, too. He said so. Was well, it's like he projected it on me. Right. I think I think since since I've uh, you know cut back on the old uh, the old bottle, my the, the endos have been coming. There's more endos these days. Yeah, more endos. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next, Mr. George Justice. Oh, George. He's familiar for company hey, I, for his. Uh, hey, I roosted crew. this bike. Uh, I roosted this bike last week. Is this the guy that just drives around town with it, showing off his Raptor? Right. He puts mm -hmm. it in the back of his Raptor so and he drives like around Perump. A guy, I got a Raptor. Yeah. Yeah. I got a bike. I got too. a sick bike and a Raptor. What do you got? I know this guy. 2006 so, GTR 125. So usually this bike, usually this bike. Um, He's got a cool wife, though. Yeah, this bike would, you know, ordinarily roost, but I can verify that it was roosted on. Well, it, flat track probably, right? Yeah, yeah, fully fully yeah. roosted. Yeah, and yeah. then I saw pictures of him with, like, ice on his legs because his legs were all sore afterwards and <laughs> everything. Uh, okay, what was okay, it Okay, 06 TTR1 to Deuce Nickel. Two-inch bar risers, custom rear brake lever modded for flat track. IMS short shifter linkage eliminator lever. Arc Busters also have a custom siped rear tire tuned for the lake bed soil of Southern Nevada. Green sticker in California. I I, I don't think any of those tire TTR, man. Who doesn't those tire them? those tire mods didn't help. He he showed up with like a slick on it before. Yeah, which that just, flat just, track better? just disastrous. Yeah, you yeah. need a, our track. We kind of we kind of water it so that you need knobs, and just it, in the yeah. it's, traction is pretty. Um, uh get sketchy quick uh this this is a really nice bike this is a this, i have one that's that's a, probably a lot better because I've, I've cheated it's got some cheater parts on it mm -hmm. but how does he he has the ims shifter what did he call it i think it's the thing that extends the shifter so you can get like a it's not a, a tennis shoe under it a regular boot if linkage eliminator i'm a, and i am a short shifter linkage eliminator so, because the, uh, the Yamaha has that has crazy a link, linkage, a weird but, linkage to but the isn't shifter. that because it shifts the opposite pattern? Maybe George can answer this if he's in the if he's in the chat. He 
he, he's waiting for us to go Will Smith on each other. Is <laughs> that means I did mention to, his wife. I don't know. Does that mean we're like supposed that. to start slapping each other? <laughs> oh, oh, wait, you, you did, wait, did you insult George's wife? I actually did not insult her. Oh, no, you complimented yeah, her. No, I appreciate so, sure. so that means you should slap me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really understand how this is going to work. Uh, so, George, is the shifter, if you change the shifter, do you have to go down, down, down? Like I, instead of up, up, up for oh, like a streetlight guy, huh? Yeah, or I don't want race guy. Yeah, I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. No, I, I think it because I'm looking. I'm thinking about how it. I, I it, it. Uh, no, I can't you know, picture you know that what? linkage in my head. I know it has no, something it, weird. It, it, no, it, it still works the same way because I, I, it mm-hmm. goes up and it pulls and it pulls, so it's it does a thing. But, yeah, but maybe you just can get a different shifter that makes it direct and it's longer. But I wonder if the throw is. So you can get rid of all the different, leakage. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what this does, evidently. I would think so. so it's got, we've got a funny shape on it. I don't know. You can see the IMS. Hey, because because he rides it on the flat track and oh, drives yeah. it around, parades it around town in his Raptor like a cool guy. Uh, here's yeah. a here's a pen. That's a roost. Like it's definitely it. a roost. TTR 125s are they're all roost. Plus they're all cool. Plus this uh, show is brought to you by Yamaha. For motocross riders driven to dominate, visit the YZ line of four-stroke bikes. That's the family fun line of four-stroke bikes, and they're built for victory. They still make TTR 125s, by the way. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. Okay, next bike. Old TTRs run good, don't they? They just kind of uh, work. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can uh, well, say yeah, about we, them. We have, those, we have the bikes They're in the rental always fleet. the easiest ones to get whatever going after summer or whatever. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, you, we got, you got the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Bingo. Uh, Hold on. Wait. Go ahead. Ding, ding, ding. Lucas Stanoyas, a 2010 FE 570. Yeah. You have to have one on every show. Oh yeah, two hundred twenty hour blue plated, blue no plated. legal in Ontario. Can- oh, it's more Canadians. More Canadians. Oh, this one's going to get this it. This guy's above ground. He is. Look at that. He's at, he's actually out in the out in the wilds. I I I can't believe that. Oh, the tree cover is so dense and dark there that they that they they can ride underneath here and feel like they're underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they. Dude, look at that thing. That thing. Take her out for a rip, are you, bud? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do we got done to this thing? Oh, okay. It's, it's got it. Yeah, yeah, it looks like I can see that. FMF Q4 slip-on, right. OEM power switch. Yep. Is that good. a map switch? Yeah, map switch. Okay, cool, cool. Guts racing, tall gripper seat. Yep. Almost said grinder seat. <laughs> grinder seat. <laughs> Jump on that, somebody. Pro taper contour, woods high bend, enduro engineering, rad braces, Enduro engineering full wrap hand guards, tugger straps front and rear. Better be a strong guy to use those, right? On a Husaberg 570, yeah. yeah but yeah. you don't need to because it never, it it never don't get gets stuck. stuck. Yeah. It just spins the world out of its way uh-huh. if needed. <laughs> Warp 9 MX foot. I'm surprised I didn't say that. I'm, I'm getting snappy over here, brother. <laughs> Warp 9 MX foot pegs, Motion Pro quick turn throttle. You got one of those? Oh, you want to know what? On, on my 2008? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. So does it take like like a little less turn to get to full throttle? Is that what that is? 
yeah, like a quarter turn yeah, versus I, it, it, whatever. It, I don't know what they I, are. I it's funny because they they sent Motion Pro when it was kind of that was a new thing. They sent it out, and I put the I figured it's a Husaberg five seventy. I'll put the least aggressive one in there, and it just took so long to turn the throttle. You know, that had just, and, and, and somebody thought, ahead of you was thinking that when they I, built it, huh? Yeah, I thought I'll just I'll just smooth this thing out, and so they have like they have one that was that was way mellow, one that was medium mellow, uh-huh. it was like blue, yellow, red, and black, or whatever the thing was, and and I. And I put the way mellow one in there, thinking, "Oh, this will, this will, you know." And and I just, I just didn't like it. And huh. I know a lot of people that do because the, the the throttle cams were getting popular, like the G two throttle tubes. All right. And uh, but I ended up going to the more aggressive than stock one, which makes it. it I, I want to say like it, it's still a quarter turn, but like an, it makes like an eighth turn throttle. It's, it's I fun. love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this guy's onto something there if he's doing that. And plus, so, so if he fun. has that seat, he's a big boy. I, right. And, right. and, and, and yeah, bigger, that bike's pretty big. And huh? bigger guys, it tend does not to, feel small. Anyway. Yeah, they tend to kind of squash the power of a motorcycle. So, huh. like, like bikes that hit hard for like a lighter guy, and I'm not a lighter guy anymore. But when I was a lighter guy, sometimes a big guy rides them and they're smooth. Yeah, yeah. So it's sure, it's, sure. it's interesting. Yeah, math. P three carbon head pipe guard, super sprocks gearing, thirteen forty eight. Right. Huh. You should get DDC. Yeah, get your shit together, bro. <laughs> OEM KTM headlight front and rear facelift. Mm-hmm. Dunlop MX 53s. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely love this Berg up here as a proper dual sport setup. Up here, that means when he's above ground. That, right. Oh, yeah, okay. He's up, up there spying on Russia. But <laughs> as my interests are bringing me into the more technical single trail XC racing, I could use the Takamoto Bucks to roost up my new 2017 KTM 250 XE. <laughs> Tommy wants to go racing. Yeah. I say we send him some Dell and go racing. Right. And I don't, like I said, the 100 Taco Bucks, I don't know, that might that might buy you half of a bike up in Canada. I don't know what the exchange oh, rate. The exchange rate? No, bikes are expensive up there. Yeah, I know. So, so it, Actually, like- it'll get you the shipping on that. On the funnel? Or probably some import <laughs> tax you guys got. You buy that funnel, it's four bucks, 98 bucks in shipping in Canada. Good luck to you. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, the Husaberg always, always wins my heart, but I don't want to be swayed just because it's a Husaberg. It's a Berg. I, yeah. It's it does def- look like it's pretty kitted. I like the way everything he's got on there for what little I know about. Okay. I just, things. I'm just going to, even though Ricky Brayby, Braybeck has a, probably a super awesome bike for everybody but me, uh, He's eliminated. He's he's uh he yeah, he's, yeah. he doesn't need he's, the hundred taco bucks. He's Ricky Brayback. The guy resubmitted double double time. That was a that was a, a penalty. He has to submit a new bike. Not so sure what parts Ricky buys, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so it's it's a battle between the two Canadians. The, yeah. The the two Canadians. Well, guys, this 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 dude with the I, that guy wants to go racing. I, I know. Oh, you, Which, that's you, always good for more part sales. Let's r- face it. Right. You want to get into. Wasting but, money but on that, parts, go that, racing. This guy, this guy. But I don't know if that's the spirit of the thing. It's the contest. I don't know. There's th- these are these are so you know, it's kind of a tie for me. In all honesty, this guy has a second bike already, and I think this guy is is. I think this uh-huh. is his only. It's his, his only, only chariot. And I'm I'm wondering. Well, let's see what. I like every mod that this. I really like this. I like I the. Like well, I like, yeah. I like the Husaberg. I mm-hmm. like it a lot. Is this bike like dying to need something? Like it don't have a skid plate on it, so no. that could be. That's a taco. Yeah, you could taco. You know what I'm a saying? Skid plate onto that. This thing. guy's this guy. 
And and this guy could and then the Husaberg guy could easily resubmit his bike that needs the parts, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. then make it uh, make it more funny. Yeah, maybe he could shoot it in his underground cavern with his little beady eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 if I gave it to the Husaberg, it'd be such a shill. That's yeah. like that's <laughs> like that's yeah. almost like begging. By Pretty much. Pretty much. And this may not even be his Husaberg. And in fact, yeah. this could be this could be a stunt Husaberg. Oh, it that's the, somebody's. It could be. Oh, and the and other I, guy I, I think was in the chat too. I know we're all. And the other guy was in the chat. He wins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You win. Uh, who who was? Look at the jersey on the wall. My my dude needs some Trevor. Gear. My dude needs some gear. Or he needs something. Like, Trevor. Look at the jersey. Yeah. That's. I don't. That's probably a, like a ten-year-old Thor. It looks old, but it's probably some racer's jersey that he hung up on the wall. Trevor uh, Segan, you are the winner of the Taco Bucks. And uh, Cody, uh, no, Lucas, you were you are a super close runner up. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see uh, we'll see we'll see your new bike in the in the mm-hmm. next one. I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, good to everybody. Good job, everybody. Yeah, for I liked all those bikes actually. All that stuff. I yeah. really did. I didn't like the supermoto wheels. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I didn't like Ricky's bike. You didn't like Ricky's bike? You're never going to get to ride it. Well, we're sponsored by Yamaha. Ricky's bike is sick. (laughs) It doesn't matter who we're sponsored by. That bike is sick. No, I I told him that uh, it it wasn't going to win. Hey, look at this picture. This is this is our producer Matt. Yeah, pulling his very first wheelie. Yeah, his very first ever wheelie pivot turn wheelie. I think that's probably maybe. Probably the fifth one I've ever done at that point. Yeah, is it a back in the day on a on a Husaberg, by the way, on a Husaberg. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that was my submission. <laughs> oh, these two buttons. It was on. It was, actually remember it was so bad that I put it on the back of the board. No, no, because I threat because I reminded you I have the power to turn off the show at any time. That's why it ended up on the back because you were like conflict of interest. I can't. Oh, right, I well, right like this. I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Matt, let's uh, let's get to our next uh, our next questions from the chat. Okay. Okay, so we'll go to uh, buy a house. <laughs> San uh, San Felipe Bob, can two stroke porting cause rich condition at idle slash pilot uh, uh, circuit? Uh, porting your two stroke can affect the jetting. Uh, that would be the the correct answer so the, the answer is yes um okay. i i i have noticed that you know when i ported a cylinder or i had a cylinder that was ported that most of the time there would be some required uh jetting that went along with it to to make it to make it perfect so uh yes okay uh facebook user what is your choice run stock breather tube to the air box or convert to open breather tube uh depends on the bike and it depends on the behavior of the bike and the breather tube like how much uh oil comes out of it if it's if it's quite a bit in other words it um uh the one that i like to refer to as the uh the king of the 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 breather tube instances is the ktm rfs four stroke that for some reason uh when you would go down a long long downhill the oil would uh, would uh, pool in the front of the engine, and the way that that engine evacuated the uh, the pressure, the crankcase pressure, was through the balance shaft, which was down in the front of the motor. And so you go down a long downhill, and they probably didn't really 
you know, eh, I've probably thought about it a little bit after it happened. You go down a long downhill and that oil gets up there. And then it, and, and if you're, especially if you're downshifting and your the revs are coming using up, using cars, it starts pumping it and it is stock routed into the, into the air box. And so you go down these long downhills and all of a sudden the bikes start running. They start running a little bit richer and then a little bit and then a lot richer. And then they start smoking like a mofo. Uh, They're the gnar- smoke screen comes out. Gnarly. And usually, you know, when it starts and back those, those are carbureted. And a lot of times your carburation wasn't good. It would also be bleeding a little bit of fuel in there and just things are running. And so you're just making a big cloud of smoke. And usually you don't notice it. You just notice your bike's running bad and you go down the hill and you're making all the smoke and your buddy comes up and he's like, dude, your bike's going to blow up. And I've seen so many guys on those bikes stop and then they start it up and they look at all the smoke. And oh my God, my bike's wrecked. It's done. And and they won't start it up and they, you know, they want to get towed out and you're like, yeah. look, look in your air filter. You'll see the problem. And they're like, what? And they're like, no, they're, and they don't understand. But yeah. Uh, so the question is, where do you route it? Uh, it kind of depends on the bike. You can you can pretty safely vent those things to atmosphere. Um, they don't really suck in uh, that much junk in my experience. But if you're concerned, you can also put a filter on it, but you don't want that filter to plug. Like on my KTM 950, I actually have mine routed out back kind of above the the, the chain uh, on on the subframe where it won't oh, yeah. get hit and it kind of that's where it kind of runs Oils the in, chain because that thing running at high rpms tends to to vent it, it it was enough to wet the air filter to a point that i didn't like it so i got it out into got her oil the, in the chain huh i see you pushing a lot of buttons over there and like warning lights are coming on are we uh i had to change my uh third i had to start pressing a third button a third button yeah see this it, show is this this is actually a super rare third button but yeah. i think it should be stabilized right now. Okay. Cause we were, drop, cause, we were dropping frames like crazy. Cause we had, believe it or not, Matt, we had a pretty good um, run of non-technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Pretty show did, this show didn't even open up with me crawling all over the board and pushing mm-hmm. other buttons. It, it, it was funny. It was the latest I've ever came here before a show. Oh, and it ran smoothest. Okay. Up, up until this point, we're having some frame rate issues. Okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm working it's, on it. I, all I see in front of me is like somebody doing a lot of work. Nerd stuff. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> yep, numbers and stuff. Hey, anybody can do these podcasts. Hey, how do you like watching the podcast? <laughs> okay, can we have another question, please? Yeah. Um, two wheels. 200, uh, not 200. 2006 Honda CRF 450X. Starts right up when cold. After it warms up, 20-minute ride. And shutting the bike off, it will not kick start again until after it cools down. Jump starting uh, by descending a steep incline will work well warm. 2006 CRF 450X? Yeah. But does it have a electric starter? I don't think so. A 450X always had an electric starter. Yeah. So yeah. I'm wondering why the somebody somebody that came oh it was a friend a friend of ours uh the friend of a friend came ride they were the ones that were riding here on Saturday. Remember there was the three yeah, guys yeah, that were yeah, riding there. Mean, yeah. He had a he had a he had a nice Yamaha WR250 that had an electric starter on it but he kicked it every single time. I'm like why do you do that? And he goes starter doesn't work. And I'm like well had a battery or whatever he's like i don't know just doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) that's like that's That's the first thing i'd fix i know that's why i get i get when i see people pushing motorcycles around like they're pushing them for like you know you're gonna push it from here you know a hundred feet over to your truck 
And it's like, well, why don't you start it? I don't like to push things without a motor or, or push things with a motor. Uh-uh. It's like, start it, especially if they have electric start. <laughs> so, uh, boy, back to that question. Um, well, if your electric start worked, it might start, but it starts when it's cold, but not when it's hot. So typically for me, this – I. W- I like to lean on when they heat up and they don't start, it seems to be more on the electrical side than it is on the carburetor side. Uh, not always, but just sometimes the, the, there's something going on with your uh, your stator, uh, the pickup coil, um, the exciter for the for the you know the spark. and and sometimes it just takes some you know some RPM like you're like you're suggesting for it to to generate enough whether it's the pulse or generate enough power to to get the thing to spark. Now the fact that you have electric start and you're not using it also makes me lean a little bit more towards you're having some sort of an electrical issue. Yep. And maybe uh you know there's something wrong with the the voltage regulator or I don't know. So uh hopefully that um Hopefully that uh, gets you, get you someplace. But man, that's a that's a tough question. Like if it doesn't start when it's cold, I go straight to like valves. Valves, yeah, yeah, on the four strokes, or oh. or pilot jet is plugged, or it runs with the choke on. Well, your pilot jet's plugged. That was the other thing about this Yamaha. He had to turn the he had to turn the uh, the he, he was kicking it and he had to turn the choke on every time to get it started. And it probably you know doesn't ride ride the bike that often. But I told him, I said, hey, if you just turn the throttle twice, it's almost like turning the choke on and it would start. And it would. Yeah. Bup, bup, bup. Accelerator pump sort of works just like um, a thing. And then George asks if your Honda CR450X uh, has a loss of compression when it's hot or is it vapor locked or is it too rich? And Rich Barrows says the valves are tight. Uh, you, typically on the Hondas, my experience is. If they're tight, if it if if they're they tighten, no, they loosen up a little bit as they warm up. So they're they're tighter when they're colder, if that makes so so it's yep. usually it's usually the symptom is a little more prevalent when it's uh when it's cold. So yeah. You know, we were gonna call Trevor. Let's try to call it's past his bedtime, which is probably what I was shooting for, potentially. Uh-huh. So uh I'll, okay. I'll, I'll put him on the – do we have any other uh, – Yeah, we got a, a couple more here. Okay. So from uh, Ricky Brayback, question for Jimmy Lewis. I was riding today and my bike was hooking up so good. I wasn't used to it. I like I like more of the dry, slick desert. So what would you recommend I do to be a better cake dirt bike rider? <laughs> Get rid of half your knobs. That, see, I told you. I, I knew this was coming to, to pick on me yeah, yeah. and torture me. Uh, yeah. Uh, you Use could, a really old tire. Yeah, use an old tire when when That's traction's good. Yeah, so just how you get back to what you're used to. Factory factory guy, um, just uh, don't desert. don't have don't have somebody um, put new tires on your bike. Actually, he changes his own tires, uh, but just give me the new tires and I'll wear them out for you, so you can practice with worn out ones when you when you go riding, and then you'll get better. And then we'll just slowly give you like less and less worn out tires, and then you get to uh, you you'll learn you'll yeah. learn. Okay, I got two more questions here. We'll bust them really quick. Uh, Jay Ray, hey Jimmy, did my first hair scramble? Had a ton of fun, but was way but was way slow. Made a lot of mistakes, but had fun. My cornering is my main problem and my slowest point. Any tips or drills to practice getting into and out of turns way faster? Don't use the brakes. 
Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so jimmylewisoffroad.com slash online courses. <laughs> no, those are only for beginners right now. Yeah. He's already riding. So, so no. you know, we had, did I, did I tell you somebody complained that our beginner courses were too beginner? Oh, <laughs> the, which, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a compliment. It's, it is a compliment, yeah. but, and you know, it's, that's why we call them beginner courses. Like, like my standard for a novice is pretty high. Like, like beginner to novice, there's a, there's a pretty big jump. It means you can, I, the, basically it means you can functionally operate all of the things, but my jump from novice to intermediate is huge. Like I think a novice should be able to come to a complete stop and then go again without putting a foot down. And if you can't do that, you're a novice. I don't care what class you race or anything like that. If you can't ride up, come to a complete stop without putting a foot down and then go again, you are a novice because mm-hmm. that's how out of balance you are. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, So he's wondering about the turns. Repeat the part about the turns one more time. He, he uh, wants to pick up his corner speed. Yeah, he wants, to, he wants drills to practice getting in and out of turns way faster. Way faster? Yeah. <laughs> well, have, did, do you – do you have the online um, magic serum? I don't have that question. You don't, you don't, you, We're not, still developing. It's not – no, no, no. We have it. You should put it on there. It's, I, I told you we should be selling it. It's a no. potion that you rub on your throttle hand. Uh, Jimmy, this is, a, this, this is actually part of the NDA. Oh, this, I can't this, talk this about program. it? Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, there is a, there's a lotion – in development. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a special riding lotion that you put on your throttle hand, and uh, but we'll we'll talk about it later. Maybe we'll release it some other time. <laughs> I, it's not on the it's not on the website yet. It, it, it will be. It will be soon. Uh, we're gonna blow everybody away when we come out with our line of um, our line of products. Um, um, okay, actually, oh, the, we, this is been, news to me. I've been in talks with the marketing department. We're yeah. gonna go with like cologne marketing strategies, where it's just yeah. like these super vague artistic shots. Oh, of course, of yeah. men. Yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Men. No, no, and uh, Selma too. That- oh, and cats. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris says, "Take my money." So, <laughs> hey, uh, so it, in all honesty, it what you will find is that. In, in is that just getting in and out of corners quicker uh, is related to your balance and how much traction you have. And and I know I'm just going on a lot of theoretical and stuff. And this would be a much better question for our Better Rider podcast at some point when we start getting to this levels. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what you will find is that your problem is not what you're thinking it is. And it will come down to you understanding that a motorcycle only does four things. It accelerates, decelerates, and this is where your problem is. It's in it's in it's in your deceleration and your acceleration, which are completely separate from you initiating the turn and you controlling the turn, which is where you think the problem is. And it's probably related to the fact that you're not slowing down enough before you get to the turn and that you're not waiting until you get done with the turn until you accelerate. So it, it's the problem is not where you think it is. Did the cat screw up the show? No, the cat's screwing me up. Oh, you got cat-itis. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's funny. I looked over at you and I said, are you getting sick? I thought he was stoned. Yeah. Oh. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on cat. Oh, man. I'm like he's getting glossy over there. Yeah, I saw that too. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Matt. Far out, <laughs> He <Matt>. got catted out. <laughs> no more cats on this show. Uh, <laughs> um. So anyways, uh, I would work on your on your braking and your patience in the turn to accelerate. So 
none other than one very famous motorcycle racer named Bob Hanna uh, came out one time when I was uh, on the International Six Days uh, trophy team, and he was going to help us go faster in grass tracks. And he 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 basically watched all of us ride and said, "You guys are helpless." <laughs> and that was mostly after just being completely amazed by how fast Scott Summers could operate an XR 600 riding like a complete goon elbows down with handlebars cut to 26 inches and, and Bob's chin was on the ground. Just like, I don't know. I got what nothing you, what for you. you. What are you guys doing? But he, he was, he was super cool. Cause he was, he was, he was, he was actually excited to come out and help us. And he knew he could help us even though we were kind of a little bit helpless, but, uh, <laughs> but, I'd been, I'd been to a lot of riding schools by that time and I'd seen a lot of things, but he kind of explained this sort of this pie section of the turn that where, where all the problems happen. And his theory was you go 110% in and 110% out and you ride around that pie section, the turn at 85%, 80%. And then, and then uh, the math all works out if you're into going more than 100%, which is impossible, but I like to think about it that way. His thing was I could outbreak anybody and I took that to heart and I started practicing my breaks and my breaks and my breaks. And I still feel like I can outbreak anybody, even at my elevated age and slow reaction times and all that stuff. But I'll still outbreak you. And if I can't, I'll use you as the breaks that I um, forgot. Uh, and and so I think that the trick is to slow down to go faster. It's really learning how to slow down and then take your time around that turn. Do less, maybe and, do a and, little and, nothing in and, the corner. Because really, you're not really doing quote a turn, a controlled turn. You're probably doing four or five different controlled turns. You're going in there and you're basically because you're, like I said in the beginning, out of balance and doesn't seem like you're out of balance, but it it really is what the problem is. And and you can be better on the brakes and you can be better on the acceleration uh, with better balance. But for the turns, it really rears its. Uh, it's ugly head. So, um, yeah. Uh, hopefully that helped. I think it did. Okay. And then, uh, last, last question. From Come the to my riding here. school, www.jimmylewisoffroad.com. We can help you for sure. There we go. There's the plug I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> uh, Bill Hall. What, what is Jimmy's setup for the flex bar? The different color rubber pads specifically. Ooh, good question. Uh, fast company, Fastco.com. What's the website? I forgot now. I think it's fastco.com. I'm going to fastco.com. Um, yeah, if you Google fast flex bars, fast flex bars. Yeah. F A A S T. There we go. It is just fastco.com. F A S S T. Yep. Uh, my setup is always changing. It's always different. It kind of depends on, um, on how my wrists are feeling on the bike. Uh, so my go-to is red elastomers. I pretty much run uh, red, and then and then sometimes I run red compression and black rebound, uh, mostly to kind of keep it soft, but to not have very much uh, motion in the bars. But then I've gone all the way down to like the yellows, mm -hmm. uh, which are the mushy ones when I want kind of a, a a mushy ride, or I you know have some stiff forks or. Something like that. So I kind of I kind of change it around depending on the on the conditions. But pretty much, I just I if I just get a set of bars, I throw reds in there. Have you ever seen a set of fast bars bend? I, yeah, I, I, I've seen ones that have been sent back to oh. fast coming. I have seen I, some bikes 
absolutely cartwheel with those things. And I they mean don't, fast. No, I, and they I don't, do not bend. I want to say, so I've been using these things for probably 20 years now. Uh, you know, I, however long they've been around in business, I've been using them. And if if I've bent zero, I might have, I may have bent one, but I don't really, okay. I don't really recall. And all those years, and I've had some. They're the toughest bars out there, right? Yeah, they, unarguably. I, I think they're they're at least one of the toughest. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything I've, even close. To I've them. worn. Parts. It's not talked about often, but yeah. you buy a set of those, yeah, you are done. Oh, and it's funny because the, the, I've seen the ones. Like I said, I've been to the shop and I've seen the ones that get sent back to them. I'm like, what happened to this? Because I see that it fell and, out and it's of like, the truck. It's like, yeah, they said it just tipped over. I'm like, no, yeah, tipped over a cliff. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, yeah, no. they're. They're they're strong, and we're I not can. just saying that because they're they're a, they're a new sponsor. Thank you, no. Cole, for coming on board. Uh, thanks, Matt, for getting that all yeah. hooked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, red is my is my kind of go to, but it's a personal is that the thing. Stiff one or what? I it's, can't remember I right now. I think it's like the the second the intermediate. It's it's in the middle because yeah. there's blue, yellow, red, and black. And I know black is really stiff, and I think yellow is the mushiest, and then blue is. And I don't use too much blue. I don't know why. Maybe because I don't like blue. Does, yeah. Except for my Yamaha. <laughs> and Hoosberg. And Hoosberg. Yeah. Right. Okay. What's next? We call let's call Trevor. Yeah, call Trevor. Call Trevor real quick. See if he's gonna pick up the phone. Probably do, not. Do, do. Uh there we go. And I, I I have to let him know he's on the because there was somebody in the chat that really wanted to hear about the two fifty Fs. I was yeah. just gonna I was gonna bang him some questions real quick. Yeah. Yeah, somebody wants to know about but the two filthies. But it's past 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 his bedtime, poor kid. He went riding all day. He should be out cleaning air filters. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, how, how's the air filter cleaning going, bro? Uh, they are clean. Trevor Hunter, you're live on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. I know it's past your bedtime. Uh, but there was someone that really wanted to hear us talk about off-road 250Fs. All right. We just have one, one fan. Yeah, well, it, it's gonna you're going to get one more. Uh, so we are in the middle of an off-road 250 shootout. You are at least. Sort of, yeah. Sort of, because we don't have all the bikes. Not yet. Waiting for what? A gas gas, right? Uh, that is, yeah, that's the last one we're waiting for. And the gas gas is going to represent all of the Austrian brands, essentially. Yep. So, and and that's all you see at the races anymore, right? Everybody's riding gas gases. Yeah, no KTM, no Husky, just no one go red. <laughs> Everyone went red, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, do, do you notice that? Um. Like guys that are paying for their bikes. I see I see a lot of younger people on gas gases. Uh-huh. Whereas the older people tend to gravitate Husky. towards the KTM and Huskies and Huskies. factory editions because they got the money to do so. Okay. Whereas the younger people, seems like at least they were kind of on a budget, more of a budget. Are going to the cheaper gas or the less expensive gas gas. Yeah. And and in reality it's I mean, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that the what is like seven or eight hundred dollars is the is the difference in price for most part. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I, you know, a lot of the the stuff that you're not getting, you know, the stuff they're cutting the the costs on, it's it's I don't really notice the performance difference that much from it in my experience. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever really spent much time on a gas gas at least not a stock one. Yep. But. Just going off how they look, I think they look the best out of the Austrian brands. So oh. I've got some, I don't know. Uh, I like them. I like the yeah. silver wheels. I don't know. I kind of like them. Yeah. I, some some guy told me he liked he liked uh, 
he liked my uh, black wheels on my bike, and I and then and then he pointed out that I only had one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I'm just going to ask you some quick questions. We can't talk about the gas gas just yet because we don't have it. Uh, which yep. one has the best power? You one word uh, answer. For me, or who, who are we talking for? We're t- well, you're you, you can't talk for me. I'll give my answer, but even though I haven't ridden some I, of them, I know the answer. I like the Yamaha power. Yamaha. Okay, I, I think that's a. I, I agree with that, and from the from not my every, experience. Not everyone that's, yeah, not everyone that's ridden the bikes or that have tried the bikes agree, but for me, I think it seems like a lot of people. The Yamaha is pretty easy to get along with. Really? Okay. So so okay. I'm 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 impressed. So some of the other guys are liking which. Uh, some just prefer higher, just the higher revving bikes. So the Honda. Um, Honda. KTM gas gas yeah and so kind of and so they'll yeah I was gonna say they'll they'll like the KTM as well yeah okay uh okay good uh handling Ooh. it's all over the place right that's that's a tough one yeah I'm gonna uh, go I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they're gonna like the I'm gonna say that the Honda handling is is nice and light and very agile I'm, I was gonna say, I'm the Honda might take the slight lead in my book. Yeah, we have been so far. And other guys are all over the place. Yeah, uh, I haven't really. Yeah, they all they're all different. Um, the Yamaha seems to people that don't aren't used to riding Yamahas kind of they jump on real quick for five ten minutes and don't really like it. Yes, but I, that's one of those bikes where once you spend an hour on it. It just feels normal, right? But so, so the Yamaha the would bike. feel Yamaha would feel a little bit heavier, heavier, and a little, a wider, little it, wider. It feels in in the beginning, it feels a little less. It feels short or tall. Yeah, and 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 maybe a little bit. It it in your first impression in that five minutes, it feels a little bit unstable compared to the other ones. And then, like you say, you put time on, and then that all goes away. Yeah, it feels. It kind of warms you warm up to it pretty yeah. quick, it, but it it is very stable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very very. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 uh suspension. Uh, honestly, I got to say, they are all are very very good. And um, and they've they've all gotten they've all gotten a little bit stiffer, like the like the motocross. Yes influence which you like because you're like grand prix and smacking things yes the the motocross uh stiffness is kind of carried over a little bit yeah i could say i could comfortably race all three bikes i've ridden in stock trim and feel safe so yamaha kawasaki and honda and honda yep yeah they're all for a couple years ago i probably couldn't really say that but now they're all like really stiff and more motocrossing, like you said. Pretty, yeah, and pretty close. For uh, expert pro level off road racer, Grand Prix racer, they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty well set up. Which is uh, which is the which is the most motocross? The KX. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably lean towards the KX. But the Yamaha actually got really stiff this year. Oh. Yamaha, yeah, I read. I read that. I read that in your impression that that I read that I couldn't figure out. 
it's like it's it's like I couldn't tell whether I I got the impression that that you were confused. (laughs) A little bit. like the front end, the forks felt pretty stiff. Then the shock felt a little softer. So it kind of just didn't feel super balanced. Whereas like the Honda and then now riding the Cowie today, more so the Honda, because I've spent more time on that. It felt more balanced right out of the box. Yep. But the Yamaha's kind of different from what it's been in the past. Yeah. So. I, it, bet, better for you. Not Maybe not as good for the, the GNCC guy or something? Yeah. I would say that, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get it. We'll get them out here. I'll put them on a GNCC loop, and we'll we'll figure it all out. Yeah, more yeah, more ISD special tests, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff, as opposed to you pounding through hoops. That's why I didn't go with you today. Did you pound hoops? Yeah, uh, there was a couple of hoops out there. Yeah, a couple of big ones. Did you see Ricky? I haven't super cross triples. No, uh, didn't see Ricky. I saw a group a group of locals or something and it really scared me watching them. So I kind of, kind of backed her down a little bit. I, <laughs> <laughs> they were some wild cards out there. You, you didn't, yeah. you didn't invite them over to ride the test bikes, Trevor, get a real world opinion. Uh, if they would have stopped, I would have, but they just kept riding. I don't even know they saw me. Were they wearing uh, baggy gear? Their LBZs? Baggy gear, vis- visors down, goggle <laughs> straps off the helmet, hitting each other. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Anyways, uh, well, we're uh, we're looking forward to uh, getting the impression, first impression of the what the Kawi's going up pretty quick. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow. Okay. And uh, there was, yeah. you know, like I said, there was someone in the chat that probably already had to go to bed uh, that wanted to watch this. Matt's coming back to life after my cat molested him, and uh, <laughs> you know we gotta we gotta wrap this horrible show up. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy's got to get up and go to a real job tomorrow. So. <laughs> Uh, we're just we're doing all the things out here. But, uh, all right. Hey, I well, like thanks for uh, checking in, staying up late for us. Uh, and then when when are we picking up the gas gas? Uh, hopefully, pretty quick here. How do we think? What do we think the gas gas is going to be? Where's that going to fit in? High revving motor, um, light feeling, and softest suspension of all of them. Going. That's my feeling going into it is all that and based on my personal preference and past experiences i i'm not sure how i'll like it yeah why not i was alluding to that (laughs) but uh again i've had a couple people ride like the yamaha or the honda and they all they like come from like the ktm the gas gas and they still prefer their their bikes over yeah it's it's bikes. yeah so, it's like like it's hey, it's, that's that's why they make different flavors and that's why we um test them with different test riders that actually have um you know differing opinions so we can explain them because it's not yep. what's you know we'll, we'll pick the one that we like the best and you know if if uh you don't like the one that i like the best i'll just strong arm you yep and then and, and because that's that's what a mag that's what a good magazine editor does. He makes the bike that he likes the best win. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, okay. Well, uh, thanks for uh, you know uh, checking in or letting us know what's up. And um, we will. Uh, oh wait, will the Honda 250 RX run on pavement at 60 miles an hour for 30 miles o- or so and be okay? Rich Barrows wants to know this. Uh, yeah, that's one test I haven't gotten to yet. You, do you, do you, do you, do you know where you can, so when you come out here, you're going to have to ride all of the bikes on for 30 miles on the pavement. Cause Rich I, wants I, to know the answer to that. 
Hey, Rich, okay. can we can we just do them wide open on the dry lake bed? It, would would that make you happy? Because I like going wide open on the dry lake bed and filming it with one hand. And if that we won't do thirty miles, but I I would say I would say uh, yes, it would it would run for sixty miles an hour for thirty miles on the pavement and be fine. I would think I would think so too. Yeah, so I mean that that's a pretty easy durability test. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard on it. It's yeah. actually pretty easy on it because you're not stressing anything but the piston a little bit going up and down. So okay, Trevor, we will uh, talk to you soon. All right, thanks for having me on. Okay, see you bye. See you, Trevor. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it for questions. <clears throat> that's it for information. Um, thank you, everybody, for uh, joining in. Yuppie Camping wants to know, doing the Desert 100 in the Washington Desert on a 2014 KTM 690 Enduro. Ooh, I'm, I'm sorry. Tubeless system with a golden tire. It's a 723 Enduro tires. My question is, tire pressure too high to take impacts or lower for traction? Uh... um uh on the tubeless well the tubeless no matter what your inside one is going to be 110 psi and your outer outer um pressure is the one that you're going to feel while you're riding and i would run that bike at and i've run those i've run those tires on my ktm 950 and I'm trying to remember they were kind of they were kind of stiff in the carcass so on that bike I would go like 18. And this this is something you have to you have to uh you don't have to worry about the impacts because you're not going to pinch a tube. There you go. And that ground up there is kind of sandy um from what I know. Uh so it's not like it's I mean I'm sure there's some rocks and stuff like that but unless you slice the sidewall you can pretty much almost bend the rim and and still it you know the new tubeless are actually pretty good about um, not leaking. Uh, I try try eighteen, and 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 the problem is, is you're you're kind of trying to find this happy spot between the bike not wallowing, uh, and the the bike not wallowing, because that's a horrible handling characteristic, and then and then not being too much pressure to where the tire is actually able to get traction uh, by by being able to conform to the ground a little bit. But I will tell you that uh, you would get a lot more traction if you came to my school and you were in balance. That's <clears> the key <throat> to all the traction. Hey, look look for a Paul Neff up there with Cispus Cycles. He'll be probably racing his rally bike up there. Uh, and Paul Neff can teach you. CispusCycles.com has off-road training during the summer up in Washington. And he yeah. can help you with that traction. And it won't matter what pressure you're running in your tires. So just a, uh, just a little thing. I've hit doubles with four PSI in my rear tubeless, but that's also on an XC300. It held up fine and didn't bend anything, but for higher speed, I'd run at least 12. Yeah, Chris, and also on that bike, since it's a heavier bike, uh, like I said, you don't want that that wallow that comes with lower pressures. And my experience four is- PSI. It's going straight. One thing. It's when you put that thing in a turn where you're gonna hate that yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and 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 like, you're in a double straight. I wouldn't. Yeah. If you're not taking off, like you you can actually lean, and with the four psi, the tire's gonna roll. Oh, it's, it's scary. Yeah. I it's, hate that it's feeling. sketchy. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, it's like four psi. Uh, okay. With that, do you have anything else, Jimmy? You have any? You have any sponsors you want to plug? Any reads you need to do? Me? No. No. 
What about what about um, somebody needs a door in Las Vegas? Don't don't look. Yeah, yet. I got lots of competitors. Give him a holler. <laughs> <laughs> We're busy. He's gonna be asleep. He's gonna be asleep at his desk tomorrow because I'm doing this show. But uh, hey, they really liked your your uh, your comment there about uh, what was the one about the. Sorry, all the Canadians today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an American. What am I gonna do? Yeah, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> so uh, arrogant American. Yeah. Hey, if you like the new set, hey Ryan Hanna. RBH Artworks uh, did that nice drawing up there. I threw a couple more old vests that I had laying around, some little trinkets and stuff. Uh, like, thank all the sponsors: Yamaha, Scott Sports. Oh, I'm getting some new transition uh, light-sensitive lenses here coming pretty soon. I love those. Uh, Knowles is gonna get me hooked back up. Uh, Takamoto, of course, you're sponsoring Roosterando. Submit your bikes. We have some openings for next week's show. Not mm -hmm. two weeks. You get two weeks to put them in because I'm taking yep. a week off. I, I will um, probably make a post just asking for Restorando bikes. Right. Yuppie, Yuppie Camping says thank you. Thank you, Yuppie Camping, for uh, checking in. Good luck in your race, brother. Uh, Trail Tech, maker of the Voyager Pro GPS unit. You need one of those if you're going to go get lost because it will show you where you came from. Uh, Fast Company, Costa Rica Unlimited, Climb, and don't forget to check out the Better Rider podcast where you can learn a little bit about our staff and some of our teaching techniques. Use our Amazon links on the website at www.dirtbiketest.com and the Rocky Mountain MC links if you're buying stuff for your bike. So with that, Matt, thanks for uh, surviving the cat attack. Yeah, yeah. No problem. The cat dander that just did you in. Well, it, it was it was my fault because I invited her on my lap and then can't uh, turn away a little pussy yeah and then she and then and then like that was fine but then she started sticking around and then uh -huh. that's when it was like oh because i've had her in my lap before and it's been fine yeah but normally she gets put right back outside yeah i think i'm gonna so. be banned from uh from instagram for the the cat butt photo <laughs> <laughs> cool so uh jimmy thanks for showing up thanks for Happy supporting, to be here. Thank supporting, you, thank your, you. supporting your kid uh yeah so everybody, thanks for joining the show. Tell a friend, uh, subscribe, like, do whatever you throw some thumbs up thing, majiggers or however they do it in that, in that social world. And, uh, you can find me on OnlyFans at, um, uh, okay, we, 570. Yeah, we, we have to end the show right now. Goodbye. Okay, guys. See you. Cheers. See you on the trail. trail.